Here, take your phone off the table. It's <laughs> Welcome to Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. And I'm Gonzo. I just I, I, realized. I can see the waveform. I just yeah. realized I can't be the one to look over and see if we're still recording, but now Gonzo now never I has can. to ask. Yeah, now I can see it. So as long as Gonzo doesn't ask or say anything, I know I can trust it. So, um, <laughs> Are you sure about <laughs> that? Yeah, really. no. we're, uh, uh, we're, we're working uh, with a different rig set up so all i can think of though is that uh simpsons treehouse of horror that has the intro where bart's talking and they got like the oscilloscope and homer comes in and he's just this is my voice on tv (laughs) (laughs) do you ever try to make a waveform that looks like a penis no it's only a joke for us because the audience doesn't see the waveform how does but you have to like you have to do like a consistent loud noise oh, yeah, and then so get quiet and then get loud and then get oh yeah progressively quiet yeah no that makes sense I got you don't try yeah. to do it right I'm now. <laughs> <laughs> I might <laughs> all right all right let's get this out of the way real quick oh yeah I wonder what this looks like in a waveform I'll go first ooh oh you went you peaked you it. went under the the splash guard yeah but it's my it's my it's my yeah. gear yeah but this is my pink mic cover. Yeah. Are you waiting for me, Joe? <laughs> yeah, that's great dead go. air. I can see it. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, I definitely uh, won that one. Yeah. I definitely won that one. I got you splashed had the most in the consistent. eye. But you the splash g- guard kept it off the microphone. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're uh, really, most of the gear that we're actually using is stuff that I already have. Um, although the arms, I, mean, we bought, I bought boom arms. Um, <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, no, that's a perfect time for me to talk about. So that noise, right? That yeah. reminds me of those uh, toys, like those little microphone. Toys we were that's just we were talking, talking about, about those, right? In. Yeah, right. And and I went and I went like an old man because I remember there was one that was included with uh, Castle Grace, uh, not Castle Grace, the <laughs> Snake Mountain. Um, so S- Castle Grayskull was an awesome playset. Snake Mountain was not as cool, um, but it did have a microphone with a wolf's yeah. head, which really looked like a dildo with a wolf's head <laughs> on top of it, <laughs> but had was. one of those mics that when you shook it, it went and then you could also talk into it, and it just kind of did, yeah, did, did those did those spring microphone things ever actually do anything? They no, just kind of made your voice go like, like yeah. I, I never really noticed much of a difference, but I do know that when you hit them, they go yeah so I will post a picture on Instagram of the of the new setup, seeing as I have oh, it's promised. Good thing I reshaved my head today. Then I have I'll promised that uh, I would be posting more. Well, all of us would be posting more on social media to try to get some more fan interaction. Uh, and yeah, nobody it said work as well. Oh, oh, our fans will love it, but I hate it. Nobody said anything uh, on our there social were, media. There were likes. Were there? Um, there were some likes on your uh, your your initial beard picture. My my oh, gym man. selfie. Yeah. Oh man, likes. Hashtag get strong. So Neat. 
Am I using that right? Yeet? Yeet? No, yeet is you throw yeet something. Yeet is when you throw yeah, something. We, yeah, we taught you that last week, Jim. Yeah, I, I'm look, not. Look, look at your retaining knowledge. And actually, it was, it was like two weeks ago. <laughs> I think it was like two weeks Where ago. Where was I last week? Now children. You were still here. No, no, it had to be last week. No, because, no, 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 because I remember talking with you, and I wasn't you? here okay. the week before. Okay, well, I, Listeners, go back and listen to it. Since, Tell me if I'm right. Since we've talked about it, children, oops, sorry, children have used it. In uh, pretty much some of the kids on my one of my LARP okay. lit discs, I was I was worried that there were legitimate children listening to us, and uh... so if I come to Fantasy Quest, can I play a spearman that just yells "yeet" every time he attacks? <laughs> well, I mean, yeet. No, no one says you can't. And you'll well, that's pro- what it is. Yeet is like a modern day kiai. Yeah, you'll 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 probably get over with the it's kids. A, yeah. It's a magic returning spear, so I have to use the command word in order to get it to come back to my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't the return word be something like T? <laughs> so, um, what were we talking about right before we got on? Oh, and it was late, so I don't know. We were oh, ta- no, no, no. oh Emerald Lagasse's infomercial. Okay, so you were watching. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I forget. I I actually just the other day remembered the Ronco rotisserie chicken machine. Set it and forget it. And. Yeah. How it came with the flavor injector. Oh my goodness, yes. I think actually yeah. it was uh, Chris Ryan actually said something like, that's what you gotta do. You gotta inject flavor into it. I like the, And all of a sudden yeah. my brain went, flavor injector. I like the solid food flavor injector that yeah. it came with. I remember. I never had a Ron co I just thought it was. Because they also. They always Set it showed and forget it. it. I, I know the infomercial. They always showed it in the infomercial like it was something out of a biology textbook <laughs> where it would like, you would see it. Insert itself into the chicken, and then it would deposit some garlic or some shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's some HR Geiger bullshit. <laughs> it really is. Um, HR Geiger? I got the yeah. HR Geiger. Yes. Um, Heiger Riger Geiger. I also remember um, Ronco, um, the the pasta machine, mm-hmm. and just yeah, man. What was his name? What was the Ronco? What was his name? Ron Papil. Ron Papil. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Ron Popeil was. Just... These are the things that I waste yeah. my brain on. Ron Popeil looked like a saddlebag with eyes. He was yeah. this tall, skinny guy that made George Hamilton look like a goth chick. Like he was that tan. He really. By the did. way, that's a poll. If you don't know who he George did the Hamilton knives, is, too. he would cut through the shoes with the knives. Yeah, he yeah. would do that. Uh, yeah. I and mean, then he, he would was immediately cut from the a mighty tomato. Ginsu with that. Yeah. We, I think we still have a mighty Ginsu at home. Do you really? Yeah. That's delicious. Yeah, like was... that my parents got in college and it saved them once. I remember hearing this story that they were locked out of the dorm. So they, so they slipped through. it through the door jam and got in Oh, they, that cre- they credit carded it. No, okay. I, I think they did saw through they something. Saw through I, the door I don't jam. think it was like a deadbolt And lock. then they immediately went and cut a tomato and it <laughs> sliced perfectly. <laughs> but I think we still got it at home. It's used now mostly for bread because it has that real nice serrated right, side. Right, right, right. But yeah, the mighty Ginsu. But yeah, it's Emerald has some new <laughs> air fryer slash oven slash, you know, everything are, under the sun. Air fryers have been getting popular was, lately. We have one and I love it. It's like I everyone it. went crock pots. Y'all need crock pots. Wait, no. Instant pot. Y'all need instant pot. Okay, pressure so- cooking's the wave of the future. No, wait. Well, instant pot air does more fry. than pressure. See, yeah. you know what? No. Yeah, instant pot's a crock pot. And that a is also cooker, a pressure so cooker. It, it's good so for these. I things. got so the instant pot thing really. Whatever came happened out. to sous vide? Everyone was doing Everyone sous, vide was sous vide for a while. I really want to get a sous vide still. No, you what, don't. They're, they're going down in price you now. Really that everyone's on to air fryers. First of all, air fryers have been around for a little while now because I got my air fryer 
way before I got my instant pot. Yeah, but pot. Jim, you're a food nerd. It's true. Um, but I'll tell I'm you talking what. about like the uh, soccer moms, dude. Mm. Soccer moms are getting air fryers. My uh, my mother in law. I hope my mother doesn't listen to this because I think she just got an air fryer my, and she's not a soccer mom because my mother because you're because you old, don't play soccer because her because kids aren't old I'm enough. Lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my mother in law loves um, QVC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it QVC, Jamie? Yeah. She loves QVC. Jamie looks upset that you're telling this story. It's not no, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. No, my mother-in-law translating the look. My mother-in-law's love of QVC has filled my house with some really outlandish shit that's a lot of fun. Well, and stuff that I would never buy on my own, but I'm so glad that I have. Who was it? It was Home Shopping Network where the dude snapped the katana yeah. and like actually really <laughs> yeah. hurt himself, like really seriously injured himself. But speaking but. of kitchen appliances, I did replace the plate that from the microwave that you gave me, and it works like a charm now. So. Did you just use a normal plate? No, it's a. I, oh, I you got found an a actual carousel? replacement. Oh, yeah. that's good. So, yeah, so Amazon, man. So the microwave's working out okay. It works fantastic. That's, I mean, yeah. They make my bagel bites in the there. The only I like, reason... I like how Jim's so surprised at it. He's like, dude, I thought I gave you a piece of shit microwave. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm glad it works, No, he man. gave me his microwave from his first apartment. Okay, so that was our very... microwave in our first apartment. So that's an 18-year-old microwave. And it works like a charm. Don't fuck the microwave, <laughs> Joe. Uh... Just because it's old enough. <laughs> um, but no, I will tell you, the only reason... Hey, Janine listen to this? The only, yeah, really. The only reason that I stopped using that microwave is because we moved into this house and there was a microwave that came with the range. Mm. Oh, that was a good microwave, man. Yeah, it is. But like, it's old school. Like It's, it's got even, dials on it's it. Got it doesn't have buttons. Yeah, but it's ah. old school. I mean, honestly, like my first microwave when I was a kid mm. had, had digital buttons. It didn't have dials. Um, oof. That fucker was huge too, uh, though. Like, okay, so leak. our um our microwave—I swear to God, our, our microwave was like half the size of. No, I felt it coming. Then it like got scary. Half the size of our oven, nice. So it was gigantic. Mm. Um, and our TV, yeah, was a piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. You guys remember the old console yeah, wooden yeah, console yeah, yeah, TVs? Yeah. Well, oh, my, we had one. I don't. We may have had one as a kid, but I. Uh, there there it is. But I remember the one my grandparents had more because mm. obviously they had it longer. Yeah, right. Because they didn't have a little me running around and putting magnets on it because it made a cool <laughs> thing. An actual thing that I actually did. But I it looks it. cool. It does. Old, old CRT uh, TVs, yep. when you get a magnet near them, it just ruins them. I gotta be real. No one told me that when they told me it was cool. This is a really good intro. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it so far, yeah. Hey, did you ever put tinfoil on the, the front of the CRT TV? It also ruins the thing, but when Does you it? shut it off, it builds up this giant static charge, like, well, like obnoxious. Well, that was the great thing when I was a kid, what I used to like to do, because static electricity also grabs dust. Yeah. So what you do is you watch TV for a while, and you turn it off. The first thing is, if you, if you turned it off in the dark... Yeah, the tube still glow. That freaked me out. But then you could the also like, time I saw you could it. also like put your hand on it and wipe it across and get all the mm-hmm. static mm-hmm. off. Good, yeah. And there'd be a thin layer of dust because <laughs> even if your house was, unless your house was like hyperbarically sealed, it was there was a little bit of dust. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, it, it was like you. It was like you were wiping fuzz off of the TV, and then there was nothing there because it was just static. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Damn it. Nope, still did it. Why do you think mine's staying in my hand, Joe? <laughs> nah, that's right. You see, I can put it down like that, and you only get a little bit of a 
Versus <laughs> only a few. So I guess we're gonna use That's a table. Different. We need a tablecloth or something, or just mm. some kind of um. Oh, you could get a coaster for your shit, Joe. It's true, Joe. Could, Were you raised coaster. in a barn? I'll bring a coaster next time. I have coasters. Would you like one? No, I'll bring my own. Okay. I'll I'll love my God, own kid. So speaking of um, <laughs> mouth noises and stuff like that, not that we were, but um, I tried. I um, I failed. Well, burping. But I tried. I um, that's not a mouth. Put that's together. A, that's a larynx noise. I put together a. It's um, I put together a survey that we're gonna be posting on social media. Oh right, I haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, I also haven't written a bio. Yeah, yet. you're not leaving today without it. So that's okay. Yeah, I've been um, fucking busy. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. About it. Like um, legit. I believe you. Um, and basically, so what we're gonna what we're asking our our listeners to do is to it's fifteen questions, not it's a big you, deal. Kevin. And um, some we, of them are optional. Yeah, the essay questions are optional. Do we have a listener named Kevin? Fill out this survey and let <laughs> me know if your name is Kevin. Um, New question for the survey. Put it on there. Are you <laughs> Kevin? Are you Kevin? Um, we'd really like you guys to fill it out. Um. If you, you have an option of leaving your email address or you can leave it anonymous, if you leave your email address and, um, you know, if enough of you leave your email address, uh, we may do we'll some kind of... start a newsletter. No, well, we might we might do some kind of drawing or something like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided yet. Um, but I will tell you that if we get... I'll you know, draw. I, I won't. I'm, I'm really bad at it. We'll start. No, no. I didn't say we're going to draw something. We'll do a drawing. Like, we'll do a contest. <laughs> yes, and we'll, the three of us together will collaboratively draw something. Okay. We'll do a yeah, drawing. That's, that's the prize that they'll win. Hey, it's going to look like shit. It's so, going to be a... Actually, Jim, Jim's artistic. Jim's going to draw a really nice Joe's picture. Joe's probably artistic. And then I'm going to draw a little cartoon dinosaur. And then across the top, there'll be a nice big dick with a vein that spells Gonzo. <laughs> hey, how did you know my preferred art form? My preferred I found media. A, I found a notebook from... When we did the Phoenix Showcase. Did I draw that? And you and I were drawing in the same notebook. And I had a bunch of like cartoon animals. And one of them was a screaming beaver. So its mouth was super wide. And then next to it is a little hairy dick going into his screaming mouth. <laughs> that sounds like me, yeah. But there, were there veins on it that said Gonzo? Well, there wasn't veins on it that said Gonzo. Hey, I just hey, feel like he would want it personalized. Do you remember those uh, kids' Venal drawings on the, on the table there for the... Uh, the Phoenix Cabaret yeah. Oddfellows. Yeah. And the time that there was Satan. You remember Satan? I do remember. That's that. right. If there was <laughs> if there was Satan on that table, I guarantee you it was one of the Johnson twins that did that. So. <laughs> I might still have a picture of it somewhere. Whoa, it was like a snake-headed thing yeah. with like flaming eyes. And I didn't notice it at first until I looked down. It was just, oh, the most hello, random, Satan. The most random thing that I ever saw drawn on something is... um. I used to go camping with uh, Johnny B from Elmwood uh-huh. and the, some of the Elmwood boys. We'd go like you know once a year up to this place in in, um, in Vermont. It was that he, him and his dad it's used to go vanilla. To... Why does it taste vanilla? Am There's... I having a stroke? Probably. <laughs> um, anyway, he um, so we're we're sitting around the campfire, um, drinking, getting high, and John runs up. He's like, "Jim, you have to see this. Come on, you have to see this." I'm like, "All right." So he, there's and there, there's bathrooms mm-hmm. on this camp. So we go, and in one of the stalls, it says, hey, shit you not. And now we've used it as a joke for many years in, in, um, in Elmwood. But it said, uh, Hannah Goldschmidt gives good head for a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. You've killed me. That's all right. 
Now that we've all laughed at that, none of us can direct Guardians of the Galaxy three. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can. It just yeah. you have to. You just we have, have to get, get fired, fired first. first. <laughs> um, so Why, we didn't make the joke. <laughs> so speaking of films and such and stuff like that. Um, oh wait, no. I was gonna go right to the meat. But up, but uh, that was me, Gonzo, this time. All right, hold on, hold on, Gonzo. Uh, wait, who, wait, who, did, who wants, did you do a thing? Who wants to do the uh, the news music? Oh no, that's Joe. I guess right, I'll hold do on, it. Go ahead. Ba, ba, da, ba, da. Reverb's fun. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so that wasn't even a mouth noise. That was. Did a... you get the news I sent you? Uh, probably. Besides I the bees, looked at my phone yet. I'm not doing the bee one. The bee no. ones. Uh... Not the bees. Also, I love bees just in general. I mean, God bees? damn it! You guys are giving me all this time. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh. What is that? What is there that? Is. What is there that? There we go. I'm so oh, sorry. No, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Mm-hmm. Oh, my eyes! Oh, all right. hey! Apparently, you're still in my phone. Is Bruce? Wow. It's been a while. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, today's our six-year Facebook friend anniversary. Yeah, yours and mine. Yeah. <laughs> Which means ours must have happened a, a, a while ago. Probably yeah. before and that, yeah. yours and mine is coming up. Yeah. yeah. So what do we got? Ooh, we got... Well, I think you and I today, became friends. Today was the day I got the call that I was in right. the ensemble for producers. Oh, man. That was six years ago. I got... God these damn. are both really good to choose from. Well, you can do them both. Uh, yeah, I guess let, so. Let's... Let, well, you want to you wanna go... Well, actually, you want to go, no, for, I, go I want to read them first. Joe, you go, go first. I can go first. Uh, okay, so um, my first article is something that I'm sure people have already seen, but I think it's funny. So remember when um, Donald Trump made his inaugural address and everybody thought he was ripping off uh, Bane's speeches from The Dark Knight? (laughs) I love this. So Warner Brothers has just shut down Trump's 2020 video for using music from The Dark Knight Rises. (laughs) Apparently he tweeted out a video with a bunch of weird imagery and stuff, of like (laughs) pictures of... Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and all this stuff. And in the background is... What the fuck is he trying to do? <laughs> and it's like saying all these things about how, you know, people claimed he was a racist, but but the people voted and made him president anyway. So People Trump claim I'm a racist, so I put the black president in this video. But apparently uh, he was using music from The Dark Knight Rises in the background of it. Uh, and Warner Brothers was like, Sue no, the fuck out of him. Don't think so, pal. And I just thought it was funny because I remembered I would I remembered all those like compilations of uh, President Trump and Bane next to yeah. each other, like <laughs> word for word doing the same speeches. And I was like, maybe he did really like that movie. Maybe. Oh, Jesus. Um. So my news Chinese is very. Are all sorts of my up. news appears to be very Disney Plus centric. Mm-hmm. So my first one is. Um, there was a uh, an investor meeting, an investor day presentation today for Di- with Disney, mm-hmm. um, and they've pretty much um, given the first look at Disney Plus. Um, Disney Plus for now will be six ninety nine a month. Ooh! Um, it will launch November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Um. You know, um, so, you know, and it's, I mean, there's some shit mm. on this. I um, wonder. On this channel, man. I'm looking, at, you know. Celebration is starting on 
starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. I wonder if we'll get to see some footage from like the Mandalorian or Cassian Andor or something if they're launching so soon. So I'm gonna just go to my second article then. Go for it. Because you just segued. Um, because this my second article is Alan Tudyk will be reprising his role as K2SO in the Star Wars uh, Rogue One series, the Cassian Andor show, or whatever the hell's going on. So I'm just still really confused as to how they can have more story on that. It's a it's, prequel. It's a prequel. Series. It's a prequel series. Shout out to prequel yeah, memes. Because no, that didn't work so well last time, guys. Well, no. It's because and more fodder for the prequel memes. There you go. <laughs> um, no, he. Um, I mean, it's it's there. It's going to be like a, I don't know, for lack of a better term, a rebel secret agent show. All right, all right. You know, and of course he's I'll never give it a shot. He's never in any dire peril because you know he has to die later. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the problem. Really, why do you really go into too many shows? You know, Game of Thrones aside. Do you really go to any shows just going, well, you know, the main character could die any, any minute now? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's more I watch prevalent watch a lot of anime, now. so. It's yeah. more prevalent, I would say, now because of, like, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Right. It, be, it became a bigger thing now where you never know if a main character is going to make and it Don't through. give me that anime protagonists have plot armor, too. I've watched Gurren Lagann. And Attack on Titan. I have a lot of disdain for for anime, so I'm gonna just leave it alone. It's pronounced anime. I'm a, I'm a fucking <laughs> stab you, Joe. <laughs> I want you to know that right now. Gonzo, give me a, give me a news story. All right, so like credit where credit is due. Joe found me these news stories because yeah, but that's the way we always do it. As yeah. we all know, I don't find news except occasionally Every when now I do, and when you do, it's good. Sometimes yeah. I do. Sometimes just it catches my eye, but so. I forget the other story I read, but, um, dude, some, uh, these Chinese scientists are, like, really fucked up. Yeah, I know. I work with a bunch of them. They are doing, (laughs) they are doing some weird shit. I think the other one was, um, I think they did, they genetically modified a a fetus to be HIV resistant. We did that. Right? We hmm. did we did that episode. We did that uh, you that, did? No, that story. I don't mean I think you were here for it. Maybe. You might have done it. Maybe. No, no, I did it. Did you? I did okay. it. Yeah. Like, it was like, an episode that I wasn't on. Yeah. I think it was you and me and we talked about how that was going to like breed the zombie apocalypse. Uh, that one there, yeah. But this is pretty that, this so, is this um, is pretty terrifying. Right now we got a Cuz this is going to breed planet of the fucking Yeah, apes. scientists put human gene into monkeys to make them smarter and human like. Great. You know what yeah. the world needs? More humans. Or super we're not super smart we're not simians. Super smart horrible apes with the strength of 10 humans. <laughs> no, no. They put it into Reese's monkeys and macaques. Macaques. It's only it's only a matter of time hey, before Oh no, they... I'm sorry. Rhesus macaques. Yeah. They are apparently the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, I, but they're, they're but fucking. Yeah, they're those are those are the experiment monkeys. Yeah, but yeah. it's a really cute monkey. It's got a wrinkly little face and everything. Yeah, but eventually, if it works in monkeys, you know they're going to chimps. They're yeah. going to chimps. And the minute you put put it in chimps or orangutans, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Orangutans are already pissed off because we're taking away. I watched Our Planet. I've been watching that shit on Netflix. Yeah. I saw what happened to the orangutans' home. So, yeah, uh, a team of sign, uh, Chinese scientists uh, used some genetic modification techniques to make monkey brains more human-like. And the terrifying part... By the end, the monkeys got smarter and had superior memories. 
So you know what? They're going to remember what whatever Joe was just talking They're about. They're going to remember the... the scientists that did it to them. Yeah. And those are the first ones to and go. So, uh, are they, though? Are they the ones that they'll keep alive they to showed... continue working on them to make them even more superior? Uh, they showed better reaction times, improved short-term memories in comparison to their unaltered peers. Uh, they successfully created 11 transgenic rhesus monkeys. I carrying... thought you were going to say 11, <laughs> 11 transgender, transgender rhesus monkeys. <laughs> it's, it's 2019, and if they are developing more human-like brains, then these monkeys, by rights, can Listen, express not gonna, their chosen gender. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to gender assume any monkeys. So, are, are kids still saying woke, Joe? I think so. You're, you're the child here. So yeah, well, you're the one that, you're the one that deals woke. with children. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I know is I'm definitely feeling like I'm only a couple months away from 30 because... I know. I ate some pizza at like midnight last night thinking ah, this will ah, be great. Ah, ah. And I woke up going, this was not great. <laughs> That's what you have to look forward to, Joe. Wait for the hangovers. Yeah. Oh, I st still haven't had any of those yet. You will. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe that's my mutant superpower. I am I am functional alcoholic man. Wow, you and well. you, you, you and my dad and my my my, my bio mom really shared a, a similar mutant power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called being Italian. I was gonna say, were were, were, our, were our families like were we all raised near the same nuclear power station? <laughs> it, it, it is possible. Um, so, yeah, uh, a few scientists also raised concern regarding the technique, calling it reckless. Which, yeah. Yeah. If we've learned anything from Jurassic Park, isn't it just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something? And so, yeah, that's pretty much the uh, the the like bullet points of that article there. So. Well, I can I can bounce off of that with my next piece of news. All right, well, because it's that, also I'm going to open the other one. It's also an interesting science experiment done on an animal. Uh, first detailed study of how mice behave in space. Reveals strange coordinated zooming. So my zooming um, the company zooming. the company that I work for mm -hmm. is um, I'm not going to name the company, but is um, one of the largest distributors of medical mice in the country. Mm -hmm. I thought they distributed. Zooming. Is your are your mice in the on ISS right now? The, are they zooming? The I, I don't know if these ones are our mice, but I know the next ones will be. So, oh, uh, this is terrifying too. New research based on experiments done on the International Space Station show uh, that mice adapt very quickly to microgravity conditions. Unexpectedly, however, some of the mice began to exhibit a rather curious circling behavior, zipping around the walls of their metal cage with reckless abandon. I so, mean, wouldn't you? If, there's you a, if you were up floating around in space, would you? hang out and be a mouse, or would you run the fuck around your cage? So, you know how they have the wheels for mice in their cages that, yeah. you know, they run yeah. on? It's essentially they're doing that where they're just zooming around the edges of the cage just, like, over and over again. Yeah, the uh, whole thing a, is the wheel now. There's a big, there's there's a gif on this but article that I'm looking at. But if they keep doing that, where... they might impart enough angular momentum to come crashing into us. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Uh, no, I don't think that's how I'm like ninety percent sure that's not. How but it so works. apparently, if you put a mouse in lower gravity, it will zoom around, <laughs> as opposed to a mouse in regular gravity, which, which will not zoom around the air. <laughs> <laughs> I just I wanted to. I read that article and I got this image of just like 
if a mouse was here and had wings, it would just be like pew 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 <laughs> pew pew all yeah. over the place. Yeah, like a cockroach. Yeah. They got wings. Yeah. And it's terrifying. All right, Gonzo, what's yours? Ah. Speaking of terrifying. Yeah, speaking of terrifying. <laughs> researchers find fossil of ancient creature with 45 arms. So I'm not saying that Lovecraft was right. You called it. You totally <laughs> called it. But I am, however, saying that that is not dead which can eternal lie. <laughs> and with strange eons, even death, death may die. die. So, so uh, the, the way that I first heard that quote was not from reading Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. It was on a tombstone for Eddie the Head on a cover of the first live Iron Maiden album, oh. Live After Death. So, uh, I mean, it credited H.P. Lovecraft. Right, yeah. but. Let's see here. Which I guess, this is just some sort of long extinct species that just, oh, they straight up call them out. Uh, so, now a new discovery reveals the existence of a very, very peculiar creature from Earth's past, and it's drawing comparisons to an evil entity from the mind of H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> Uh, according to an international team of researchers, uh, let's see, they've identified a new species of sea creature that crawled the seafloor hundreds of millions of years ago. Oh my God! A tiny fossil that is all is all that remains of the creature known now known as. This is the actual scientific name of this creature, Solacina Cthulhu. <laughs> Um, well, it's because they're allowed to. They can name it whatever the hell they yeah, want. Shit, doesn't Pluto have like some of its oceans are Lovecraftian nonsense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty good, but yeah, uh, it had forty-five individual tentacle-like arms, and these three D renderings of it are kind of terrifying. However, related to modern sea creatures like sea cucumbers and urchins, so it's probably fine. It's just that. Uh, Apparently, the ancient animals boasted armored limbs as opposed to the naked limbs of their modern descendants. It, it looks like it's tiny, but if there's a tiny one, there was probably big ones. Yeah. That's the thing about things. So basically, I found, I had another article, too, that I didn't read, but it was... <gasps> Baby there was, platypuses. There was these football-sized crustaceans that were eating an alligator, so basically what I'm, what my point I'm trying to get across is fuck the water. <laughs> Just it's where the abominations are. I mean it is it is okay, it is from which we all crawled out of. Who is to say that we are the last generation of life to be born there? There's some weird fucked up jellyfish are fucked up. Yeah, they are kind of. Jellyfish are fucked up. They shouldn't exist. Well, and they're mean, alive. I mean, they're fine existing, but, you know. Cephalopods like, are fucked up. Hey, you be nice to cephalopods. No, God. no, no. Do not be nice to cephalopods. When the octopus overlords rise up from the ocean, the fact that, then they're going to spare me because I fucking love them. The fact that they have cellular structure that is related no way shape or form to any other creature or creature type on earth yeah that's fine no that's terrible they that's because they live in, in the ocean they can yeah. open a jar from within the jar you can't even yeah, trap them because they got sucky things so you trap them in a thing that doesn't open it cl- only closes 
I don't trust them. I'm just saying I can open a jar from the outside and I have a perfectly normal cellular structure. But if you were inside of yeah, a jar, you, just, you, just you wouldn't brace be able to yourself. get out of the you jar. You do the same thing. You brace yourself on the bottom. You push up. Your hands got friction on them. You can spin the lid. You just have to go the other way. The it's righty-releasy. They have camouflage. And they have they can fit in any area as long as their fucking beak can fit in. Yeah, and they, you would too if you had a beak. They're infiltrating us as we speak. I don't think that they There's are. There's a small octopi that has adapted to breathe on air. Actually, the plural of octopus is octopuses. Well, there are small octopuses that have adapted to breathe land there, and they're yeah, small enough to a... crawl within the human brain and control it from the inside. Because it's not a slowly drawing us all to the water. Right. Where we can be commanded by their masters. Oh, is that cactus? The the I don't know. All I'm right, a, I'm gonna look it up. I you just heard it here first. So, Joe, Joe, where yes. were you for our conspiracy theory episode? <laughs> I know. Um, if they, if if our listeners want to send us news ideas, and they evidently don't because they never do, but if they wanted to. How would they get in touch with us? Well, they could contact us uh, by email at couchgrouches at gmail.com. They could contact us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchgrouches. We're on Instagram, Instagram uh, at couchgrouches. You could search that. You could search us on Twitter at couchgrouches. Uh, you could find us on all your favorite podcasting software. Uh-huh. We're couchgrouches. Uh, and I'm sure there will be more ways coming soon. Absolutely. To own all right, so I had it almost right, but backwards. Since octopus is Greek-rooted, not Latin, the plural of octopus is actually octopodes. That's right. I knew That's that. actually better. That's dope. But, you know, not a lot of people know that, so they use the Latin pluralization of making the they, U.S. I. Do you know what they call a group of octopus? What? Terrifying. <laughs> I like them. They're cute. Speaking of terrifying, have you seen the Dumbo octopus? The Dumbo octopus is super cute. It's got have them you seen the octopus ears that grabbed a freaking seagull that was sitting on a rock. Octopus jumped up, grabbed it, pulled it down into the water, and ate it. Yeah, you ever met a seagull? Seagulls are jerks. They deserve yeah, to be se- eaten. Seagulls de- deserve to die. But that's not the point. The point is there was something that lives and breathes on the air sitting on a rock, and all of a sudden, because it was close to the water, an octopus came up and grabbed it and dragged it under. Fuck yeah. that, fuck that, dude. Great white sharks can fly. So that's, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, you ever see a bird snatching a fish out of the water? That's the same thing, but backwards. You're not afraid of birds? If he was a fish, he would be. Yes. Yeah, but he's not a seagull, so why is he afraid birds of the are, octopus? Birds are stupid. <laughs> That's octopodes, why they get eaten by octopodes by are too smart for their own good. I don't trust them. Well, what about another fish? Yeah, they eat the bug. If they're smart, I don't trust them. And a fish in general are just the dumbest thing on earth, which is why I feel like all religions are like you can eat fish, don't worry about it. Yeah. You can eat fish whenever you want. Dolphins, dolphins I'm getting iffy on cuz dolphins are pretty smart. Yeah. yeah, I'm still. Convinced. But they're mammals. You're fine with mammals. You're basically a mammal. I'm still convinced that, um, just like in Star Trek Four, that aliens talk to whales, mm. and then when we kill all the whales off, the aliens are going to send a probe to destroy the Earth when it, when it, when it tries to find out why. Did you ever see Star Trek Four? Yeah. They, they had to go back in that time movie to San is, Francisco. That movie is hard to watch. Why? The movie is. Have you watched it recently? Yeah. Why is it hard to watch? 
It's just, it was hard for me to watch it. I need to find the nuclear vessels. Like, how is that hard to watch? It, it was, was a fucking masterpiece. It was a, I mean. So is Ice Pirates, but I'm the only one that thinks that. Speaking of Ice Pirates. Hey, there's the there it is. I was waiting for it. I got us in there. Today's meet. Today's show. So brought to you by Pepsi. For, for, for years. <laughs> no, this is, this is a, this is a Coke house. Brought to you by cocaine. Um, I wanted to say cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Fine. So for years, you win. for years, this show <clears throat> and the three of us that inhabit years, it. Plural. How long have we been doing this? Um, We've been going like our weekly schedule yeah. started a year ago, ah, a yeah. little over right. a year ago. But we watched Ice Pirates more than a year ago. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, it's been a couple years. Um, but even before Ice Pirates, I know for me, I think we've talked about it before. We are still recording. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have always expressed a special w- warmth in our heart for Ron Perlman. Yes. yes. My boy. People have asked us a bunch why. Mm-hmm. Like They're like, yeah, Ron Perlman's awesome, but why? Um, we don't necessarily need to have a big, long show on this, right. but we're going to do the best we can. This is actually a really fair question, as I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that I can gonna, articulate why. Well, we can quick. talk about it though. We how talk, about how we about you about answer me this little little Mister Miss question in our every goddamn motive? <laughs> why do you not love Ron Perlman? There you go. So who is it? Give me their home addresses when they fill out the survey. Give me their home addresses. I don't. Think I that's will a ask them. I will ask them myself. I will drive to your house and ask you, "What's your problem with Ron Perlman?" I just I just have flashbacks with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, <laughs> and uh, goodbye all the listeners I just cost us. No, it's fine. I don't think that's I love a, you anyway. I don't think that's a question on the survey though. I mean, if they wanted to put it in the essay portion, I suppose they could. I mean, they could, their own well, address. I mean, they can put their email address in, and I guess yeah. then we could. I mean, I'm a, I've almost dropped your home address multiple trace. times on this. Yeah. So, a um, little bit about Ron Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman was. Uh, I, I just love his face. It's a yeah. good face. And uh, Ron Perlman was brought to this earth April thirteenth, nineteen fifty. Oh shit! It's almost your birthday. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's two two days away. Yeah, happy birthday, Ron. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mister Perlman. Yep, yeah, he will be uh, he'll be sixty nine. <laughs> Good age. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Nice. Um, yeah, Ron Perlman. He's still slaying it. <laughs> That's an inside joke too. Um, and he has been. A- I'm glad to say that Ron Perlman has been active longer than I've been alive. Um, he's been a. Uh, Acting since 1975, oh, yeah. which is even longer than I've been alive. Ah. Not by much. Um, yeah, but if he was acting since then, and that means he still has. I mean, I could do the math. I know exactly. You just told me how old he was going to yes. be. I could tell you how much older He's, than he is. Um, he was born in Washington Heights. Ah, oh. that place that there's that show about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard of it. His. Uh, his mom worked for the city, and his dad was a jazz drummer and TV repairman. Uh-huh. And uh, really, they were yep. And huh. they were um, both of his parents were um, Eastern European Jews. Uh-huh. Um, and when he was a kid, oop, there, there it is. is. That's the one. He did it. So when um 
when his dad saw him in uh, Guys and Dolls when he was a kid, Who did he, he told play? him, "Do you know?" I don't actually. I don't have it here. I could look it up, but told him that he had to pursue a career in acting. So he, with his dad's blessing, a different help, time. I yep. bet you he was Harry. He was like Harry, like Harry the Horse. Yeah. He's probably, or maybe he was um, like nice, Big like, Julie. Big, big Julie. Yeah, I could see Ron Perlman as Big Julie. The funniest, big, yeah. funniest Big Julie I ever saw. And if oh, I ever, oh, was it was if, it Andy's? Yeah. If I ever yeah. directed Guys and Dolls, <laughs> I would do this. I'd get the smallest kid possible yeah. to be Big Julie, mm-hmm. but still have him wear the biggest clothes possible. Yeah, that was a that but was real fun. I, could, I remember I could that because when hear... we when we did it with the same theater twenty years before, we had a big dude. Yeah. I can I can hear Ron Perlman's voice. Saying, let's shoot crap. Let's shoot crap. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'm, we're not going to go through like a whole uh, Wikipedia, ah. a whole Wikipedia entry on him. Although I it's have Wikipedia open, here. I'm 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 looking at his IMDb mostly because I'm trying to figure out where it would have been that I first was exposed to Ron. So Roman. I can answer this. Um, I think the f- I think the, honestly, I think the first time I was exposed to Ron Perlman myself. Was Ice Pirates? That makes sense. That was his but without, second film but appearance. With, what was he before that? Before, he was in what? He was in one movie called he Qu- was, Quest for Fire. He was no in one a, saw. He was in two television shows. Yeah. Uh, one of them was a six episode run on a show called The Capture, and the mm-hmm. other one he was on two episodes of a show called Ryan's Hope, which is which was a a, a soap opera. Then was Quest for Fire, and then was Ice Pirates. So, the other place, obviously, the place that everybody my age really remembers him from mm-hmm. was he was uh he he was on a show called Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. and he was oh, the beast yes holy with, shit with Linda Hamilton he's right. gonna he's gonna be the admiral in in the Monster Hunter movie yes. that they're making oh, yes. that I didn't even know they were making until I literally just saw that Ron Perlman's gonna be in it. I am excited as fuck. So he I love that movie, that game. And if you look at his face, mm. I mean, he kind of looks like a lion. You know, that was the well, that's that, yeah, that's yeah. that's one of the things we talked about when we were talking about Hellboy. Yeah, is he looks like fucking Hellboy? He looked. He had the facial structure to be Hellboy yeah, without jaw. without a ton of right. prosthetic. I mean, he needed prosthetic for the horns, obviously. Yeah. But like, I I was first introduced to Ron Perlman, especially according to IMDb. I more knew him as a voice actor. Then well, he, he was he slayed. He was he slayed, and he was Clayface. And he was Clayface, yes. And he was yeah. Clayface before he was slayed. Yes, yeah. Because he was Clayface in the first run, right. the original series, the original, original yeah. animated series, he which voiced the Lich in Adventure Time. in Adventure yeah. Time. Yeah, um, he has a again amazing I, voice acting. I, I have said this time and time again. He was a Shoggoth in Howard Lovecraft um, and the Frozen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so just this, taking it back to Lovecraft. I've said this a couple times, and I mean it. If you haven't, boys and girls, make this happen. The first two seasons mm-hmm. of Batman the Animated Series yes, are, the, watch them. are yes. the greatest animated television ever made. Absolutely. Heart of Ice is the single greatest episode of animated television ever. I mean, they got him back to be slayed in Teen Titans Go, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Totally. Um, yeah, so yeah, Slade, I mean, I remember, I I remember watching the old Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just kind of on a whim. Yeah. It was on, and fucking Slade came on and started talking, I'm like, that's fucking Ron Perlman, I yeah. know that voice. Um, and he was, he, 
he is Slade. Like I don't know if there's been a better voice actor. There are for a Slade couple Wilson. of so there are a couple of classic characters mm-hmm. that I feel their original or their their main voice actor have defined them and other everyone else that has done it. Mm-hmm. Not that great, or, or will never be as good as. Yeah, you know the first one I obviously go to is Mark Hamill. Although Mark I, Hamill, I also didn't realize he was the narrator in Fallout Three. Yeah. And, uh, and, the and, first Fallout, the second like, Fallout, like, the first four I, Fallouts. I'm, I'm working down his IMDb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so, same so way so as fall, Joe, the but. first Fallout, the second Fallout, the third one, and then New Vegas. He was in Fallout Four, but he was the uh, new, he was the news anchor. anchor. I know where to get Ron Perlman in the MCU. Where the thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the right answer. <laughs> Jamie. Well, that's done. What do you think of that? What? Um, Joe, Joe found the f- the perfect place for Ron Perlman in the MCU to play the thing in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that just works. It's fantastic. Yep. Anyway. He was Fire Lord Sozin but, for, for one episode, yeah. yeah. So there, there are a and couple. And Mark Hamill. So became the here's a quick here's a quick no, that, piece of that, that was Sozai, I think. Right? Here's that? a here's yeah. a quick piece of trivia for you, Gonzo. All right. Who played the Joker before Mark Hamill on Batman the Animated Series? One episode. But it was deemed to be too creepy. Tim Kerr. Yep. That's um, all I yeah. needed. Oh man! He was the vice principal of Dan Phantom. Yeah, yeah. So as Rob I said, Perlman. As I said, there there are some voice actors that just mm. you know, they, like um, Kevin Conroy. Yes, is Batman. Um, Mark Hamill mm. is the Joker. Um, uh, uh, Clancy Brown is Lex Luthor. Yes. Oh, Clancy Brown made yeah. such a perfect um, voice. I mean, for Lex. Ron Perlman. Yeah. yeah. For Slade Wilson? It's, it's, it's yeah. Slade Wilson, dude. Um, there's a couple more if I think real hard. Hey, didn't you, Wasn't Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy, that horrible one that you watched? No, that's Scooby-Doo in The Goblin King. Oh, all right. Because he was Hotep in that. Yeah. And Ancient um, One, number two. He also... Um, where is it? Did I wake up the baby with my screaming? Maybe. I'm sorry, Peter. He played a wild horse on the wild thornberries. Yeah. One episode of Wild. He really, he's got, he was on one episode of the Jackie Chan Adventures. Who was he in that? He was Carl Nevor. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was also in um, Police Academy 4. He was one episode of Static Shock. He was a, uh, he was a Russian. Yeah. In Mission to Moscow, yeah. So, okay, we've gone through some of the stuff. Um, he just, he has such a, an incredible, I mean, he's on IMDb. He's listed in 242 it's like I keep, I keep the thing. guy has never passed up a job. No, I'm, like I keep wondering, but I mean, even what my first introduction to him would have been. But and like, I just keep scrolling, going like, okay, this has got to be the first time I saw him because I walked in thinking, okay, well, obviously, you know, the first time I recognize who he is is yeah. gonna be like Hellboy, right? Yeah, but well, that's but my first yeah. introduction to him, I keep getting the things. I'm like, oh man, my this f- is early 2000s. This my, has to be the first my time. favorite role of his. My favorite role of his. Was the fucking vampire one of the the leader of the vampire a hunter the the blade hunters and blade two? Yeah, like, I, just I love yeah, that. Now. I love that character. That movie, I love that. Blade two movie. is awesome. That movie's awesome. Um, he, he wasn't that big of a But yeah, it was. I would say, and he, Hellboy, and he was and he was funny in uh in Pacific Rim mm, as well. Hellboy was probably the first time 
that I was like, oh, Ron Perlman. And then I would go back and I would watch like Teen Titans or something. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, shit, that's also Ron Perlman. Yeah. Like he's in just a ton of stuff. And he's all, even when he's in something shitty. Yeah. Like we've talked about Season of the Witch, which is him <laughs> and Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's fun, though. Just, just it's, vomiting it's, it's up the if, scenery that they've shooted. It's fun if you watch it like I've told you many times yeah. to go watch it. It's horrible but otherwise. He, no matter what it is that he does, no matter what he's in, no matter like what the premise is, whatever it is, whether it's shitty, whether it's amazing. Oh, I he see why you thought in, of him for the thing. He puts in such a is fantastic performance. Is Season of the Witch as bad as this? Oh no! Jesus! Sleeps. Yeah, that's a good spike. To Carfax Abbey. Sorry. Oh shit! I hit the fucking button. I don't know what happened. So I guess legitimately. Yeah. All right. The man just. I just keep scrolling. The man has worked. Yes. Um. I mean, I I just didn't realize how old. And then later, he was seeing the Animaniacs. And then, and then later, he was. On Sons of Anarchy, yes, which my wife loves that. Love that, that fucking that show, show was and that show fantastic. was dope, and he was dope. Oh yeah, on that Wait, show. Are you fucking with me? What? Not only was there a Legend of Prince Valiant yeah. TV series, there was that, a movie that's based on that horrible co- comic that is the only comic horrible. Strip, yeah, it's only horrible because the uh, the newspapers don't run it like mm. serial. Yeah, they don't run so, it concurrently. Yeah, so it's. Just a different, like, one or two panel thing from different stories every week. Right. Well, I think it would be great. You know, I, I have to imagine that also, there are people that read that, but, like, also take it and Phantom? try to piece it together. Phantom, what was it? It was just up here. He was also in it. Phantom 2040. Is that based on the Phantom comic as well, where he's got the skull ring and punches dudes in the face? <laughs> you know the thing. Well, I mean, I know the, yeah. the Billy Zane movie, The Phantom, and I know that character, but I don't think it's... It kind of looks it's like an animated series. It kind of looks like. I mean, not kind of. It is. Oh, all right. I mean, that's him, dude. That's that's the, that's the fucking Phantom. Yeah, with the ring, right? With the ring, with the that's skull like ring. A... And, and he, yeah, and he, and he wears the, uh, the purple yeah. lycra suit and yeah. the little black domino mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's the fucking Phantom. Why? Who is Ron Perlman in the Phantom? I for, I forget. Oh, there's Ice Pirates. Yeah, that's you're getting towards yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I'm, I'm down there at the bottom now. Uh, so actually, then I guess. I mean, I'm not gonna count. I'm not gonna count Batman the animated series because I didn't know who you didn't recognize right. that it was. Didn't know who I, he was. My that's my thing is like my first time really recognizing him was Hellboy, but yeah. I, I guess my first exposure to him would have been Batman the animated series. Yeah, it, it would have to be. Yeah. you know, ninety two to ninety three. Which so, the fucking Clayface the Animaniacs in there too, but dope. very shortly above it. Is that movie that I keep bringing up, The City of Lost Children? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I did not realize was 1995. Yep, because I only saw it in like the early 2000s ish, late mm-hmm. or mid 2000s when I was really just kind of getting more and more into the steampunk thing. But another movie that I love him in, which is a very early movie, and I'm going to recommend it for you. Guys. But I believe that he he speaks French throughout that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So th- I don't th- think that they overdubbed him. It was him speaking. It's a French movie. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a movie called um, The Name of the Rose, mm-hmm. which is with um, Sean Connery and um, Christian Slater. So obviously it's from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of 
a murder mystery set during the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, I was huh. thinking Bill Hader. <laughs> okay. Just because no. it rhymed. With Christian Slater, yeah. Um, it's really good. It's a really good movie. I think F. Murray Abraham is in that mm. fucking movie, too. Let me just look at that. But, um, yeah, he plays... Um, These spit guards smell like fabric softener. For lack of a better term, like... <sighs> <laughs> he hangs out with like a circus freak or something. It, mm-hmm. It's the, I haven't seen the movie in fucking twenty years, but it's really good. Should he we also, watch it? Um, um, it's not a bad movie, so we wouldn't defend it. It's a really good I, fucking he movie. He said that about Ice Pirates. No, I no, mean, he didn't say it was a really no, good movie. He I said, said he Ice remembered Pirates liking a, it as a kid. I remember liking it as a kid, but it's a horrible fucking movie. I knew that. I he enjoyed also, it. Ron Perlman uh, did the voice of Zabalba in the Book of Life, yep. which uh, is actually a, a really good animated movie. Is and, it? Never saw it that. had a had a really cool animation style, um, but he really does like the creepy voice, like his Slade voice and his, yeah. his yeah his Lich voice. Like he does that voice so well. Yeah, and it's ah, man, it's just Ron Perlman. I mean, he he's got a really good. Uh, I hope he listens to this episode at least. He got he's got phenomenal timing. Mm. I would love it if he listened to us at all. But yeah, definitely this one where we just keep praising him would be kind of great. We just keep kind of effectively just sucking him off. As opposed to the one where we, oh, well, I was just going to say, as opposed to the one where we drop his name, then go into some real heinous shit. They they also brought him back (laughs) to play. You ruined that for me, Jim. They brought him back to play Deathstroke in uh, the Flashpoint Paradox animated movie, too. Which that movie's fucking incredible. I do think that they missed a horror, like just an amazing chance. By not having him in Arrow, but at the same time, yeah. he, I don't think he would look the part to fit in with. No, them. not what they wanted to do. Yeah, um, I will and, say, and I do not like with how Manu interrelated they wanted it. Yeah, and I, I do like Manu Bennett. No, a he's lot fantastic. Part, but, but it's just like, it's, yeah, I really wish he's not that Ron Perlman. It was Ron Perlman. And now to take it away from entertainment, um, if you're in any way, you gonna learn me a thing about Ron Perlman? No, I'm oh. just gonna I'm gonna give you a piece of advice. If if, if you're in Oops. any way, shape, or form in. politically left leaning, um, I can't recommend his Twitter enough. Yeah. Um, if you're angry about how things are in this country, so's Ron Perlman, <laughs> and he's really good at um, at um, articulating it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I mean. It's so there are two Twitter accounts that are really good at making fun of Trump. Mm. One is Mark Hamill's, yeah, and the other is Ron Perlman. I mean, there's a bunch, but those two just really stand out in that they say exactly what I'm feeling at the time, Mm. all the time. Mark Hamill's is a little is kind of tongue in cheek, little sarcastic jab here or there. Whereas Ron Perlman's like, you're a cocksucker and I hope you fucking die. Like, I love it. It's so good. Um, it's visceral. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, Mark Hamill's definitely using a rapier where, you know, yeah. where, the feeling where like... Ron Perlman's using a chainsaw on a sledgehammer wielded by a fucking uh, bulldozer. Get the feeling like in Hellboy, they had to uh, CGI his actual arm down so that his real <laughs> arm could look like, like the, the right hand. That was his actual arm there. <laughs> Come on, can you think of any better ridiculous, you know, inflations of him, you know? No. Well, that's... So... I cannot. <laughs> Ron Perlman isn't afraid of the dark. The dark is afraid of Ron Perlman. So, Let's take all those 2000s 
Chuck yeah, Norris, Chuck Norris make, him make, make, Ron make him Ron Perlman now. Um, that can be a segment. We could just do like a one quick Ron yeah. Perlmanism or something. <laughs> but so, and today you know, is Ron Perlmanism. <laughs> we've been we've been talking about the Hellboy movie, the new one, for a little yeah. while now. That does not feature Ron Perlman. Yes. Um, yeah. And reviews have just started coming out. For it. I don't know. Good, I don't know how man. Ron feels about this newest one. I don't know if he said anything. So online. I did. I read an article today. He had he. Um, he you can cough into the microphones now. It's he fine. He described himself as kind of... <laughs> See? Not really. As kind of... He was divided on it. Yeah. He said actually violently divided on mm-hmm. it. Um, oh, no. I, I did peek. All right. I see it. In his... Oh, it's there. Yeah. In his mind... By coughs. In his mind, you know, he's still waiting for the third... Yeah. Right. Hellboy movie to get made. And he's like, you know, I'll, I'll wait until Guillermo decides to do a third one, which mm-hmm. he's not going to, but... You know, he, you know, he had lunch with David Harbor. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when when they announced it, you right. know, sat him down. You know, they had not lunch. Dana Carver. Not Dana Carver. No, nor nor Dana Carvey. Um, <laughs> Am I just making up noises that <laughs> no. sound similar now? Yeah, uh, and he said he's you know he was like yeah the guys he's a nice guy I wish him yeah. luck. So I think I think he's being professional about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think obviously he'd rather have played that part because yeah. he you know wanted to tell that story with Guillermo del Toro. And um, so the reviews for this one are coming out now. Mind you, the Ron Perlman first Hellboy movie uh, has right, so an you know 81 there has never been anyone named Dana Tomatoes. Carver has an 81 had an 81 the second one had an 86 and that movie's a fucking masterpiece I love that movie this new one I love Practical Puppetry though this new one when they first started having reviews come out was sitting at a solid 9% for quite a bit my issue with Rotten Tomatoes is now it's tainted yeah um, I agree I and mean, a lot of what the reviews are saying make it seem like if I went to see this movie, I would probably enjoy it because they were like, yeah, the writing is kind of all over the place and the story is really only told through exposition and, you know, moving from action scene to action scene. But none of it's boring and none of the performances are bad. It's just... I've heard that it lacks humor and lacks yeah, joy. It's really... And I, I like a lot of the actors that are in that movie. You know, I, I like David Harbour. Um, I like, I like Mila McShane. I like Mila. Yeah. Mila Jovovich, like Mila Jovovich, Lilo Dallas Multipass. I like Daniel De Kim. I yeah, that's fine. Um, I only know him from but, Hawaii Five O. But those, uh, those first two Hellboy movies, those those Guillermo del Toro, Ron Perlman, Selma Blair, those Hellboy movies are so fucking like. I go back at least once a year and rewatch that first Hellboy movie. It's a good movie. I. I could probably go line for line watching it at this point. Yeah, it's a good fucking movie. I, I watch that movie all the time. I absolutely love that fucking movie. And that second one is straight up a masterpiece. Yeah. It's fucking, it's yeah. gorgeous, in, incredible performances, such cool stuff. Just and it, the market, that scene in the market. And that, it that sets troll, up. The trolls market is incredible. It sets up a third one. Yeah. It it has the setup for the third one, and I've I'm I'm also waiting for it, Ron. You know, <laughs> can't smile without you. Best use of Barry Manilow ever, you know. Mm-hmm. And they uh, also on that on that first one um, in the special features, they have the old animated uh, Telltale Heart yeah cartoon, which is really fucking cool. But like, I I would love and and. Ron Perlman still does the voice of the animated Hellboy movies. Mm-hmm. They still bring him back, and I'm pretty sure they brought back Selma Blair um, for a couple of them as well. She can't do it anymore. Yeah, she's sick. 
But um, you know, I have no names that rhyme with that that I can think of. But uh, it's really Melba Hare. <laughs> Turns out there's never been anyone named Dana Carver. <laughs> I'm sure there has been. Just no, none never. Of them have done I googled it. There's none of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it's really, it really is a bummer because that first Hellboy movie, I remember being super influential to me as a kid. Just yep. like the, it's what him got. What's what got him into the Nazi occult? <laughs> it's hey well, man. hey man, I'm a red blooded American. About I'm it. a red blooded American. Raiders of the Lost Ark got me in the Nazi occult. You shut your Talking fucking about hole. it, you know, there there is, you know, Rasputin's Nazi female helper. That definitely set off some things in my, you know, that sent me down an interesting path he in my life. enjoyed the she-woman of the SS, yeah. yeah. When she takes that sledgehammer in the... Oh. <laughs> down, boy. But like the, the Joe's other... picking up the table and he's not using his hands. The, the, uh, it's his penis. Yes. The Nazi assassin guy with the double So you say Janine and... doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Hot, moist, turgid, purple. Joe's disappointment. <laughs> Poetry, man. Ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, but we could have had the we could have had the drums going in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, we could have bongo through that. Um, we are in Bohemia was, Studios after all. I, I I do I do feel like uh, you have a hard time doing beat, beat poetry to it. She's just trying to woman, woman. No, you can't do it. Yeah, it doesn't quite work. But right. it really that. <laughs> And I mean, that was. <laughs> I'm tickled. That was also my first exposure to Guillermo del Toro. Really, like, I didn't see Pan's Labyrinth for a very long time after I saw Hellboy, you know? I, uh, but just the aesthetic of that movie and Ron Perlman. Who's the other del Toro? Benicio. Benicio. Yeah, del that's Toro. the one. That's He's the playing one. Swiper the Fox in the live action Dorothy Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> And Danny Trejo is playing Boots the Monkey. Yeah. I, um, so, I, oh, what I'm here, so, okay, this is not for the children, or? It is, but it isn't. It's, it's oh, like. Well, the children that kind of grew up watching it are definitely hitting the age where. It's like. Where this um, would be an amusing. The pro- way that the trailer makes it look is it looks like that. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle with The Rock and Kevin yeah. Hart and all that, where like which I still haven't seen. It's it's super goofy. Like they she starts going to a new school and they go through a metal detector and they're going through her backpack and they just keep pulling out like knives and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm it's still like that. Who was it? College humor, Bambi, yeah. trailer where <laughs> where with. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, that was, that or was, was Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that but was college humor. I mean, right? College humor made a live action Dora, Dora the Explorer action movie trailer years ago, and watching that, and then watching <laughs> the actual live action Dora the Explorer trailer, it's not that different. <laughs> I don't. I, I, what even is the world anymore, man? <laughs> Anyways, Ron Perlman. <laughs> 
Who's Ron Perlman playing in Dora the Explorer? I don't think Ron Perlman got a part in Dora the Explorer, which is uh, just a travesty. I mean, it could be the map. Honestly, I'm the map. I mean, he honestly, <laughs> he makes anything he's in better. Yeah. Like, do you want to know my favorite part of that horrible, horrible, horrible Jason Momoa, uh, Jason Momoa, Conan the Barbarian movie is? Ron Perlman? Yes. <laughs> Corin. Yes. He took, a, yeah, it was Conan's father. He died. I think he took like a bunch of molten metal to the face is how he died. It's a good way to go. Yeah. Little did they know, the molten metal recoiled in fright when faced like... with the <laughs> prospect of scarring because Ron Perlman. In, in, in Soviet Russia, Ron Perlman burns you. Yes. <laughs> you see, they told Ron Perlman they were going to CG that scene. And Ron said, no. Actually throw molten metal at my face and be amazed okay. as it does not touch me. Another part that Ron Perlman could play in the MCU. Uh-oh. Doctor you Doom. Need, you need someone imposing you the time big. his skin was made out of metal? <laughs> you know you were problem? right, Joe, by the way, when doing that episode and talking about... Uh, <laughs> and you said... This is where Gonzo was saying was made of metal. That was exactly where, before you even said it, my brain started going... You remember when Doctor Doom was made out of metal? I don't even get mad at it anymore. It was, the, it was perfect here's, timing. Here's the problem: why he's seventy years old? Yeah, they're gonna need to find someone a little younger yes. to play Doctor Doom. Just have him in the mask all the time. No, no, that's not the problem. It's just well, first of all, it's a Marvel film. He's not gonna be in the mask all the time, and which well, is unfortunate. We'll see. We'll see what they do with Mysterio, dude. They, they, like he, he, he. For most of the commercial, he doesn't. In just the commercial, he doesn't have the, the bowl on his head. He has the bowl on his head for one bit in that commercial. Yeah, well, maybe they used all the non-bowl footage for the trailer. We can hope. You don't yeah. put you don't put someone pretty like Jake Gyllenhaal in that fucking costume and throw a fucking fishbowl over his head for the whole I've movie. I've also, since I've been reading Yeah, Dune, but apparently you do it to Willem Dafoe. Oh, don't get me fucking started. <laughs> I'm most been, expressive actor yeah. in all of history. Who most already facially has the fucking Green Goblin face? <laughs> yeah. Who most facially expressive person. Don't get person. me wrong, I love Willem Dafoe, but he has a Green Goblin face. <laughs> he does have a bit of Goblin face. Just just, just the whole, Avenge me! Spider-Man! <laughs> Spider-Man! <laughs> you, know you know who Ron Perlman should play? I know who Ron Perlman should play in the MCU. Who? J. Jonah Jameson. Ooh. <laughs> I can see that. But I feel like just the age difference between him and the child, it doesn't make it he work. Could, why? J. Jonah Jameson? Not Norman Osborn. He would be, he would be a very different yeah, but, Jameson. Yeah, he but, would bring like a quiet rage to it and then really blow up. Yeah, I still like, want to see J.K. Simmons do it again. He won't. He said there's he actually might. a video. There's a video of him doing it. Of of him doing um, reading about the uh, <laughs> the snap. Mm-hmm. So it, it's actually very fun. As J. Jonah Jameson, it's very funny. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, I just that that was kind of the but perfect in embodiment my in of my it to reading me. in my reading of of Dune. There's a there's a character that I also I imagine as Ron Perlman. And Who's it's, that? Um, Hawat is that Thufer? Yeah, Thufer Hawat. Yeah. Um, very different when you when we watch the David Lynch movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a very different. You're gonna the, the, 
the film depictions of Thufir Hawat have mm. been very different yeah. than, than what than you is in your brain. Yeah. yeah. But I like that. I that's when I when I'm reading the book, like cause I can see as I can see Oscar Isaac as as Duke Leto. As Duke Leto. Yep. Very much so. Um but for some reason in my head, every time Hawat is around, I just imagine like big bulky Ron Perlman, like, and his his very quiet but mm-hmm. you know expressive. It it just seems to fit. I really me. want you to finish that book because I want to show I'm, that I want to finish that, that. I want to show you that David Lynch wants movie. it back. I'm, no, he I'm, gave it back to me today. I bought my own copy. Yeah, that yeah, means you, he's you, reading you, it. You mentioned it. Yeah. You mentioned that yeah. uh, last week, but yeah, but we yeah. I he, didn't know you brought it. back. He actually today. brought it back yeah. today. Yeah. Um, I want you to finish that just because I, I'm very intent on finishing it because it's very good. Well, and I will tell you once you get to book two, you know what's not great? What the David Lynch movie? I love that movie. I know that's not a good movie. I know that that movie is a just a gigantic failure. I love. Are we gonna that movie. do? So we have the Dune episode planned. Are we gonna watch the David Lynch movie and then uh, like on the day we do the Dune episode, or do we want to watch it and then? I don't know. Do the episode. There's a couple different ways we could do it because there's a couple different versions you can watch. There's the David Lynch version, which is mm-hmm. the theatrical release one. There's the Alan Smithy version. Are you familiar with the, with the concept of Alan Smithy? So Alan Smithy's not a real person. Okay. Whenever a director leaves a movie or whenever a director makes a movie and doesn't want their name on it, mm-hmm. Alan Smithy is the name of the director they put on it. The the Alan Smithy cut is a much more extended cut of okay. Dune. So like the movie Dune itself is like three hours long. Mm-hmm. The extended cut's like four. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's, I'm supposedly there's an eight hour one out there somewhere. Hmm. Like, like he tried to make that whole book. And it's like, dude, um, we'll have to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he I, I could see him being in Dune. But it's, he yeah. could be in a bunch of things. Wait till you start meeting Fremen. He could be any fr- any mm. of the Fremen in Dune. Yeah. So Ron Perlman. Ron um, Perlman. I, I, you know, we knew it was going to be a short subject. But yeah. Ron Perlman's some good shit. It's still not that short I'm gonna, of a subject. I've been watching the time tick away up there. Listen, Ron, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to send you this episode a couple times, and and I I really hope you listen to it because we. It's a real. It's a genuine love from everybody sitting at this table right now for you, Ron. Hundred percent. Yeah. I it's, mean, you know, I, shit, son. I fucking grown up with you. If you know, like, 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 honestly, like you've, I, you know, I joke about it, man. But I loved I, Ice Pirates when I, I was a kid. <laughs> I currently, in the year of our Lord two thousand and nineteen, genuinely enjoy Ice Pirates, <laughs> Mister Perlman. <laughs> I just I'm curious about how he feels about Ice Pirates. Ron, if you wanna if you wanna tweet at us, if you ever wanna come on the show, you oh, know, that's a pipe dream. But we've you got know, some of the Hellboy whiskey. You, that's not you. We but do. It's still you Hellboy tweet whiskey. at us, or if you wanna it's you know get in contact great, with us in some bad. way, you wanna you know we'd be ecstatic if you if you. Friend of the show, Jordan, who will be on next week, actually, oh, yeah. um, seems to think that we could get we could some, somehow get in touch with Ron Perlman. I would. Well, then if we can get, get in touch him, with Ron Perlman, then maybe we can get ex friend of the show, Luke Evans. Oh, believe me, I've got I've got plans for Luke Evans. <laughs> it's not it's not really his fault. He was born with the misfortune of being Welsh. Is Ron Perlman Welsh? No, we no, went over this. He's, he's we went over this. He's American. He's American. All right, yeah, we went over this. So um, it's just like I don't want to waste this entire episode just, you know, 
telling about how we love Ron Perlman and then end on a the Welsh are scum and it turns out he's Welsh. No, he is not Welsh. <clears throat> All right, so I don't actually believe that. Just so you know, I know we picked up a lot of new listeners. <laughs> I just want you to know, I don't actually believe that. There is a story behind that, which, which I, I, I think we told actually, on the show. Yeah, you, it, it's quick enough. I can do a recap. You know, I was sitting in World of Warcraft one day, just talking in guild chat, and for some reason, the phrase "quote the Welsh are scum" crossed my mind. So I typed it on in, and there was a lot of negative reaction in the chat. Like, <laughs> "Whoa, you can't say that. Why would you say that? I'm Welsh." And then my brain, being its own particular brand that fucked up, went, oh, I'm going to say this more now. <laughs> and it kind of just disappeared as this little phrase that I'd pull out every now and again. But it really came back to me when sitting on a boat, drunk in the Caribbean on a family vacation. You know, we're in this boat. We're, we're not captaining it. We have chartered this and people are mm. sailing us to another island. <laughs> yes, I'm sitting there day drinking and I turn to my brother's at the time fiance, now wife. I look her dead in the eye and I go, the Welsh are scum. And she goes, Mike, you know, I'm Welsh, right? And I regarded her for a moment before taking a sip and going, the Welsh are scum. <laughs> and I tell you what, the captain and mate who were crew in this, this boat that were taking us just absolutely died when they heard me repeat it. So, unfortunately, it is now stuck in my head as a thing that I say. Mm. Um, yeah. That just, being said, he doesn't think the Welsh are scum. Just again, though. But if we, we ever make T-shirts, the, we may make a the Welsh are scum T-shirt. What, what was, just what was your T-shirt for the for the other one that was talked about? Something about a sandwich. I uh, know because I heard it and I thought that's hilarious. I would wear it. <laughs> Something we'll have to go back and sandwich. listen. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good news is there's only like three weeks where Joe was here and I wasn't. So I know it was during that <laughs> period of time. <laughs> now, if you wanted to isolate one of the things that I said when Joe wasn't oh, here, you would have shows. a lot more to that's go a through. Bunch of shows. <laughs> You'd have like several months to go through. <laughs> so I guess this is a good time to kind of uh, just jump off the Ron. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just look, one look more. At, we at love you, Ron. Yes. I hope oh. you listen to this. And uh, yes, please, Mr. Perlman. That'll, uh, Do you prefer Mr. Perlman or Ron? I don't know if we're that familiar with you, but I mean, it feels like we are because we all watch and love you and everything. So yeah. that kind of sounded like an internet stalker when I said it. <laughs> and I'll I only realized that. But um, I'm your biggest fan. You know who else I like? Christopher Walken. Well, I know. <laughs> It's very hard not to like me. Doesn't everyone have a Walken? Yeah, but not everyone's as good. Is mine okay? Yeah, yours is pretty good. Yours is pretty good. And Joe does a pretty good bad Ray Romano. Up his ass. <laughs> Five long years, I wore this watch. Deborah. Up my ass. Not Deborah's ass. My Deborah, ass. where's the lasagna? <laughs> lasagna was in my ass. All right. Uh, I have successfully derailed that. Spider watched me masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cuts. No, I love that. That that uh, 
That was yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, so we're gonna move Welcome on. Welcome to, to Mooseport. <laughs> we're gonna move on to the uh, mail section. Oh, all right. Uh, Joe, if people want to send us uh, mail or messages or things like that, how can they get in touch with us? Well, they can email things in uh, couchcrouches at gmail dot com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook dot com slash couchcrouches. They can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's at couchcrouches. Uh, they can find us on all their favorite. Podcast hosting uh, doobly doos, yes, and uh, eventually there will be more, and we'll add to the list as they come in. All right, so today's first, we're still not talking about YouTube, not yet, not yet. So, our first uh, letter, we figured we'd just kind of go old school and go with Doug. Again, if you send in a message every week, you might get a you might get a theme song of illegally obtained uh, copyrighted music too. Okay, so that's the one I did last time. All right, I got you. All right, so Doug writes at couchcrouches at gmail.com. He says, "What do you like most about the fifth edition D and D system compared to previous editions? What, if anything, do you miss?" Joe, you can't answer this question. No, because I've only ever played five E. Are you able to answer this question? Yeah. With, played yeah 3.5. I've played 3.5 yeah. for, for a decent amount of so, time. So um, I can answer this question all day long. What, what was it again? Could you... What do you like better? Uh, what do you like the most about 5th Ed compared to previous editions? What, if anything, do you miss? I will tell you. Can I, can I just do yeah. my yeah. basic yeah. stuff first? Um, first of all, uh, anyone that is um, nostalgic for Thacko is just being a ridiculous hipster. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just, no. They're wrong. I don't care. They're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't take me an hour to make a character. <laughs> just just stats-wise, <laughs> yeah. make yep. a character. Um, if you think combats take a while now, ridiculous. Anyway, um... <laughs> What do I like the most about Fifth Ed? I like the fact that anyone from the 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 newest of the new player to the most seasoned D and D player can pick that book up and put a game together in an hour. Like everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you know, from soup to nuts, from character creation to execution, it's it's it's. It's not oversimplified, mm-hmm. but it's streamlined yeah. super well. Um, some of the yeah. stuff that I miss from previous editions, I've put back in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've house ruled back into the game. Crits, uh, crit successes, and crit failures. There are far fewer of those in Fifth Ed. Um, I have brought them back. Yeah. I like them more. Mm-hmm. Um, I have house ruled pretty much any of the rules from previous editions that I like. I work to house rule in. Right. Um, one of the things I miss from Fifth Ed that I loved in 3.5 is also one of the things as a DM that I'm glad doesn't exist anymore. 3.5 officially had over 80 prestige classes. Oh, man, but you got a blood magus. He can jump into blood. Yeah. And jump out of someone else's blood. The only way to get him is you had to die and be resurrected. Yeah. So, you know, there, I loved. It's not right. I loved Mm. a lot of that stuff. Pretty dumb. But, and I loved as a player, you Mm. know, 
really being able to tweak and make just the ridiculous thing. Um, I like... I like that was fun, but as but, someone uh, that, for the overall health of the game, and I like the fact that they're still giving you more and more customization. Yeah, and I mean, but three it's not, five was out for how long? You know, well three was out. Well three in general was out for how long? Long. You know, and then four was out for what a couple months well, before the, five? No, four was out like a year and a half or two. Still though, because four. You know, well, four is a great role playing game. It's no, just I'm, not. Dungeons I'm just saying though that I feel like in fifth we will approach the the point where you have that level of like customization that came with the prestige class right but i like just because it's going to be out for long enough Mm. but i like the fact that instead of ua already does a lot of it but instead of you having to multi-class into a new class or you having to make you know significant changes to your character it's more of addition to progressions it's it's flavor it's I like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Um, Ooh, this might be a conspiracy theory video. I mean, I will. I will say, you know, I've never played another edition, but one of the things that held me back for a very long time is a lot of what you're talking about, which is just like setting it up and everything seems so complicated. Whereas now, you know, it took me a couple games to really, you know, get a feel for how everything goes and and to to do all my you know, adding for attacks and things like that correctly um, until, you know, up to a point now where I, I very rarely have to pull out my book because I'm, I, I know what I can do at this point. Even that initial three, you know, 3.0, 3.5 character sheet, I love skills and I love playing a character whose primary focus is skills. Mm-hmm. I was and mind say you, that's the thing that I don't miss. You is... don't, I didn't, like, I don't miss it, but I loved it. I loved there being a billion skills. The problem is, going and filling them all in was a pain in the and ass. I mean, I mean, just but to, I loved to interject briefly because yeah. mine is really short and Go yours is quite clearly not well, really short. I'm done. But in uh, mine, really, just piggybacks on two of the things that you said, you know, and they're kind of one and the same. For me, the thing that I don't miss, that I really like about fifth, is that you can sit down and just your your character's there you don't have to spend all this time worrying about and it's mm-hmm. so accessible because i'll tell you just straight up when i started playing three five and i had no idea how it worked you sit down and you're like well i'll get some points in this in this and this and this and then it turns out you can't do any of it right worth shit you know you're not specialized so i really like the lower barrier to entry for new players who aren't going to walk into the room and go, oh, well, I want to search. Well, you don't got points in it, so I guess you don't right. search. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I love, I'm going to try to pick this lock. Are you proficient in those tools? No. Give it a shot. You might succeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. simultaneously, though, you know, it did allow you to fill your own roles yeah. a lot better, you know. And I, I kind of missed that a little bit from 3-5. Uh, because in, in Fifth Ed, like, shit, Keith is running a game, I, I may have talked about this last week, that's an all-barred game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sorry, that's dumb. That I hate I, mean, I hate everything about that. You talking about your love of skills explains to me why you love Bard so much, because at, like, first or second level, you get jack-of-all-trades, and you just get all Ro- the skills. Rogues. The great thing, the, the, the most, well, first of all, the most powerful character class in D&D in th- in three point five, monk, 
No, Monk did the most damage. Cleric, by and far. Because your domains... So as a cleric, you could effectively... If you had the right domain, you were fucking... You were a multi-class cleric wizard with um, chain mail, martial weaponry, and if you're using your god's weapon... Stupid, especially in Forgotten Realms. Especially in Forgotten Realms. But, um... You know what if we should do? The most fun to play was a rogue. Because as a rogue, everything was available. There were no mm. out-of-class... There were very few out-of-class skills. Right. And also, 3.5 has... And I, I would love to actually reintroduce it. The single best... Like, if you actually think about the skill... Defenestrating Sphere? No, that's my favorite spell. <laughs> the skill was called Use Magic Item. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, that's, you, that's how Ron Perlman and use, everyone won the end of Season of the Witch, except I think maybe he use, died. I don't remember that part. So you would think, Use Magic Item. Oh, magic. What's the, what's the, what's the, um, the stat for Use Magic Item? I imagine it's Wisdom or Intelligence. <laughs> no, it was Charisma, and you could only take it if you were a rogue. And what it meant was you bullshat your way into making that magic item think you think you, you know how to use it. <laughs> so like you're fucking using I think Bards had it too. Um yeah, I'm using fucking mm -hmm. like like I could pick up this wand of fireballs. You don't fucking know fireball. <laughs> it doesn't know that. <laughs> so You know what my favorite spell is? What? Liam and his tiny hut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? I know what the next thing Joe needs to do is. Cause Joe Joe's playing D and D. Joe has gone to the parlor LARP. Joe will be going to the stick LARP. It's mm. true. You know what Joe needs? GURPS. Well, GURPS is just a... It, gur, I mean, GURPS is fine. No. Joe needs to roll his own system oh, using yes. GURPS. Now, you know what we all need to do? Prawn. Is GURPS... Yeah, you talked about that. I listened to that one. Is Prawn. GURPS... I'll make my own tabletop generic game universal role-playing system. It's, okay. it's a generic role-playing system. I'll here. make my own RPG with Blackjack and hookers. And that's In the fact, thing. Forget the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing, because, uh, you know, my friend of the podcast, Josh, as opposed to your friend of the podcast, Josh, mm -hmm. or your friend of the podcast, Josh... Um, I realized that the audience has no idea which one of you I pointed to, but I think they got the picture. Yes. Um... He has been watching an anime lately called Overlord. I think I've talked a little bit, at least to Jim maybe about it, mm -hmm. whatever. And he's sitting there watching and it's like, oh man, this is so cool. And it reminds me a lot of some of the shit in Dungeons and Dragons. I wonder if there's a game system for this or if I could do it myself on top of like D&D. I looked at him, I said, nah, man, you want to make this into a game system? Let me introduce you to GURPS. Except don't do that. You're going to hate it and yourself. GURPS isn't. I, I, it's fine. I, I'd see it. In researching I other, I believe that it is more than he can handle at this yeah, point. In researching other systems, I know if I wanted to build my own RPG, I would probably use the Fate system. Yeah. Of two d six. Yeah. I like that system a lot, and I think it lends to the style of game I like to play, yeah. which is heavy RP. Yeah. You know what you don't need to play. I'm not even going to name them, but there are those, like, two infamous tabletops. I'll, I'll, I'll name them off the air. I don't want to drive any traffic to the website. Well, all I know is we're, we're playing. What if one day they sponsor us? Our next game. Oh, the, they won't. The next game we're running is Shadowrun. All right. That's I'll play that. Happening. All right, so let's move on to our next question. <clears throat> this one's from, uh, this one is actually from last week. I missed it. 
It's from uh, Joseph, not our Joseph, yes. the other Joseph. Uh, he goes, Jim, this is primarily directed at you. Hi, Jim. Um, Benioff and Weiss, who are known as the, the Game of Thrones guys, mm. are and actually, this is actually a really good one for, for both Gonzo and Joe as well, I think, are being talked around as the forces behind the next Star Wars trilogy set in the Old Republic. Uh, in prepping for it, they have also taken pot shots at the more toxic elements of the Star Wars fandom in a lighthearted way. Good for them. They seem to be going into this with eyes wide open. Question one. Do you want to see a Revan storyline? I yes. loved KOTOR back in the day. A story based in the MMO. I never played it, but I heard it was really connected to Revan or something entirely different. You do want to see Revan? Yes. Revan is bay. I I would enjoy it, but I also wouldn't mind if they if they took their own original story and did it. I'd rather not see Revan. Um, question two: Given the issues with the Star sorry Wars, sorry that you hate fun, Jim. <laughs> Only when you have it. Um, <laughs> given the issues with Star Wars fandom, do you think some of this will be alleviated by staying away from the Skywalker family? Um, I I have very strong opinions about people that get angry oh it's, it's about the skywalkers because that's what star wars is about mm-hmm. so i don't care one way or the other Godzilla. that's why there are spin-off series and horrible books that also still are really focused on the skywalker family but you know there's something for everyone up in there it's really yeah like the the main star wars titles are you know the saga of the skywalker mm-hmm. family but, you know, we have things like Solo and Rogue One and, and non-Skywalker mm-hmm. Star Wars movies now. Like, I would not mind seeing something that takes place in another galaxy far, far away in the same universe, you know? it's. And finally, given that Johnson has already faced this toxicity and Benoff and Weiss seem prepared for it, do you think that they will be able to avoid bending to fanboy service in order to give us compelling and a, a compelling and entertaining new story. I think Benoff and Weiss give absolutely no fucks about fanboy service in that they decided to take the stuff that they liked from the Game of Thrones yeah. store, uh, books and took and the stuff that they didn't said we're going to we're mm-hmm. going to have the writers change this this. I mean, they're the showrunners of that show. Yeah. George R. R. Martin did not sit down and write those new scripts. No. Um, George they, Martin, Martin Martin. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I I don't think that bending. Really, the only one right now who I'm afraid of bending to fanboy service is J.J. Abrams. My fear is that he's going to go out of his way to try to. I don't. And the word's not retcon because you can't retcon something. But I feel like he's going to motherfuck everything Ryan Johnson did. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if. Somehow the Force resurrects Luke Skywalker in the first minute of that movie. That's my fear. Horse ghost. No, I, I, no, I, no. He means I think, bodily. I mean, Jesus Christ up, resurrection. Yes. But yeah, but my whole thing is like, if he really wants to do Luke Skywalker back, they could, you know, Luke disappeared the same way Obi Wan did. I'm sure that was the. I'm yeah. sure that was the, the which intention. I thought was cool. But you know, uh, yeah, he's become yeah. one with the Force. I also yeah. I do agree with you, like. They've dealt with fanboy shit for years because they've been running Game of Thrones for years. Like, they've been... Yeah. That show's a decade old at this point, about there. Um, So, 
you know, they've they've gone through the ringer. They've had seasons that people talked shit about. They've had episodes and things that happened that were different from the books that people have talked shit about, and they just went, well, you know. And when they talk about the finale of the show, you know, last season starts on Sunday. They they talk about how they were like, we hope we have a satisfying ending for everybody. Good. But once it's over, I can begin to watch. But it. they said, you know. I we binge. have a we have an ending that we're happy with, and yep. we just hope the fans are also happy with. George it. supposedly loves it. Yeah, yeah, but like, that's the thing is, if the creator is happy with it and the creator likes what they've done, I don't see a problem with that. Let Yui Bowl make his shitty movies. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we'll move on to our next one. Thank you, Joe. That was a good set of questions. Uh, so next we will go. See if I can find it here. Uh, <clears throat> there we go. Oh, I was I was getting ready for being too sexy. Oh, that's that's later. So our good friend Jordan from Table to I Stage still just podcast. Think of that, that like what is it? That walrus <laughs> swimming in circles with the saxophone. Oh, yeah. uh, Jordan contacts us on Facebook.com/slash Couch Crouches. Uh, good question uh, in reference to today's show. He says, um, that's the noise my noise. <laughs> that's the noise my nose makes on the spit guard. He says, uh, Ian, Ian Glenn cast as Bruce Wayne for Titans. Discuss. Uh, oh. So basically, uh, he actually played. Um, I'm going to look speaking, him up. Speaking of Game of Thrones, yeah. he was he was Jorah Mormont. Jorah Mormont. Game of Thrones. But uh, basically, the, you know, did you ever see the Resident Evil movies? Maybe. But his question is. Why has Ron Perlman never played Batman? Well, I don't think it's the or Bruce Campbell or Bruce Campbell. I will tell you it's because neither one of them are looked at as that kind of mm. actor. Although I will say, just like looking at the art and things for it, mm-hmm. if they ever made a live action Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Returns, Returns, yeah, Ron fucking Perlman, Perlman would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, his next one is follow. <laughs> this is actually really funny. Follow up. If someone asks to be on your show, scheduled six weeks in advance, confirms the day before, and then no shows, do you allow a reschedule? Did that happen? If that, that happened, inside joke. So it didn't happen with us. Oh, okay. We didn't do that. Oh, it did. didn't happen to him. I think it happened to him. Oh shit! On his show, table to stage. Who? Who would do such a thing? Um, this is a horrible answer. This is a horrible answer. The answer, in my opinion, is it depends on who the guest is. Mm. Oh. Or. It depends on who the guest is. You just have Joe come over and pretend to be the guest. There you go. And then you have Joe say some really heinous things, but you don't say that it's Joe. You pretend like it's them. Especially if your guest was Ray Romano. And then they'd be (laughs) like, hey, I'm here to talk about my giant gaping asshole. Deborah really you, railed me hard. You're going a little more Kermit. Yeah, that's a little more Kermit. <laughs> a little more oh, Kermit-y. geez. Oh, Piggy, the the, uh, the strap on was something really remarkable. It was. Um, it was. It was remarkable. <laughs> it was a really remarkable pegging she did to me. Yes, Piggy pegged me. That is her cap. That right. is the origin of my Ray Romano voice. Was when we asked what an editor cap would sound like. And it's, I got a lumpy head. <laughs> All right, our next, our next, our next, uh, our next question comes from Jordan. I look forward to seeing you next week. Yes, uh, comes from our Bring friend whiskey. 
Yes, we have plenty of his whiskey, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I can still ask. Our next one comes from our friend Sarah, who uh, gets us on, on Facebook.com. Sarah. She says, um, aside from the usual get more sleep, treat yourself type of advice, how do you recharge your batteries when you feel isolated and or insignificant? Hmm. Oh. So I think that's a great question. It you is sure a great this question. Wasn't, you sure this wasn't Doug? No. <laughs> Um, I think this is a great question. Um, for me, duck. what I do is if, so isolation is rough. Yes. Isolation's yes. rough, especially when you've reached out and no one seems to be mm-hmm. hanging back. I won't lie to you. Um, with the exception of, you know, my two friends here, uh, when Jamie and I had the baby for a little while, we felt isolated and it, you know, I, I think half of it was because people were like, oh, we need to stay away. They have a baby, which is like, you don't need to stay away. You just need to let us know if you yeah. want to come see the baby. But I think other people still to right. this day have been like, fuck well, you, you yeah. have a baby. And it, it, is, it is a thing with some people, yeah. you know, when a baby is first had, people are like, oh, we probably shouldn't, you know, go to the house right. because they're getting set up and the, the baby's brand new and, and all this. Yeah, but it was, but it was, it was, it was de- longer. Yeah. It was also longer. Yes. Um, so isolation is hard. Yes. Um, I will say you can feel isolated. You can feel insignificant. I, and I know you've heard this, but I think it needs to be said that no one is insignificant. No one is insignificant. Um, Sarah, you certainly aren't. I'll tell you that. Um, but Isn't I will say, a, oh. but, but, but how do you, you know, but it's a good question. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a help you, you know, kind of, it is kind of a help yourself type question. How do you recharge your batteries? For me, it's creativity. It's, it's, I pour myself into something creative. Um, that's, that's, that's what I do. Um, and I try to complete it. Um, and maybe I don't, but I try to complete it. I try to, I devote myself to something creative, be it a project that I've had for a long time, be it something new. I try to, to create something to help fill that void. Um, I'm going to let you guys answer this. I got to step away for a minute. As in the middle of that, when you did your, no one is insignificant. There were, there were two things that I was thinking of. One of them was a doctor who quote that I can't remember. And the other one was Magneto from X2. I, hold on. Hold doing, on. Uh, uh, I got to Doing uh, what is it? Uh, I'm trying it. When he's talking to Pyro and he goes, you're a God among insects. Never forget that. Never forget that. <laughs> that is awesome. That's a lot of noise for standing up. Um, I don't know. So the, the question is when you feel isolated and when you feel, so when I just need to like recharge my batteries, not from isolation. A lot of the times I do it's it's I sort of I'm a gonna sit back down and always gonna come back from the bathroom yeah. and I'm gonna need to stand up again. It's a sort of quote unquote treat yourself type thing. But I always used to whenever I really got into a funk and I needed to like re refigure myself out, I would just go to the movies and I would sit there for two to three hours watching a movie and then I would go and sit at a diner and eat some diner food and it would just sort of give me the time that I needed to sort of bring me back. I did that a lot when I was living at my parents' house. Um, But when it comes to isolation, there's really, you know, 
and like Jim said, there is that sort of isolation that can happen where you reach out to people and they aren't reaching back and you feel like you're alone. And, you know, there's, there is merit to making the Facebook post of, Hey, you know, feeling really, feeling really down, feeling really out there and people will reach out and it's very nice. Um, but it, it's, I guess the way that I deal with that is I sort of, I find the people that I know that I can talk to and I reach out to them and I try to plan something to get me out of wherever I am. So if I've been sitting at home, not doing anything, you know, I was, they stand up again, Jim returns. <laughs> Just the way I walked away like that, <laughs> yeah. that's the same walk I did at the end of Return of the King. Yeah. I, I had to pee so bad. There was, after, um, it's only been like 40 something minutes though. Not um, after. Yeah, I had to go before Joe got here and I never yeah. did. After. No, sounds like a you problem. Well, no, I've been, I've been sick, so I've been drinking a lot. It was after, I, should I say names? About that. I guess it doesn't matter. Do I, it. I've said her name before. After Kate broke up with me, there was a, I got dinner with you guys. Yeah. I got yeah. dinner with our yeah. friends, Dan and Kelly. We yeah. made some heinous jokes. We but did. That was like cathartic for all of us. I really, like, <laughs> she left and I felt like I had lost this piece of me because she was a very, she she was a very large portion of my life where we were planning on moving in together and yeah. things like that. So then, you know, when she left, I felt very isolated. So I did, you know, and that's the whole thing is a lot of people when you reach out from your isolation will get back to you and they'll they'll sit and they'll talk to you but they won't necessarily go and do stuff with you but there are definitely people that I know in my life there's a small select group of people these two guys at this table you know our friends Dan and Kelly our friend Ellie Ellie took me out to lunch like yeah, a couple days after yeah, we that. went to like Buffalo Wild Wings and we just sat and he was like, bitches, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just try, just try to find those people that you know will drop whatever they have going on to, to, to come to your aid and, and just reach out to them and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through right now. This is what I need. Any chance you could help me, and I, nine times out of ten, I would say they would probably say yes. But right. you really, you gotta know those people in your life, Mike. I say fuck other people, fuck them, fuck them in the ear, fuck them in the other ear, fuck you in the other eye. I am not the best person in the world to ask this question to. I agree because my response to feeling drained and needing a recharge is to not do any of the above and instead jump into another thing that makes me even more drained. Then occasionally I will fall asleep or go to the bar and it's not great. But if you were willing to do as I say and not as I do, <laughs> then I wholeheartedly support. Oh, I agree because my solutions often, I just sit down and play Skyrim for six months. I'm just saying alcohol is a solution. Like, chemically, <laughs> it is, in fact, yeah. a solution. Um, it's the <laughs> cause and solution to all life's problems. It's Ooh, Homer Simpson. That's a second <laughs> Simpsons poll tonight. Well done. Uh, steam tams. That's what was three. the uh, Frank Sinatra quote? It's uh, 
alcohol is the enemy to every man, but God says love thy enemy. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're, if you're going to do as I say instead of as I do, there is so much merit to what Joe said specifically in my life. Um, you know, Lord knows I don't reach out as often as I honestly need to. And, in fact, do frequently, as I already said just kind of throw myself into another thing to ignore the problems and keep going through it. You know, I'm not wrong. Jim no. nods knowingly. Joe's yeah. giving me the look. Well, I think the problem here is, and Sarah, I mean, you probably knew this going in. The three of us are people that deal that, like you, it sounds like, deal with a lot of these feelings. Mm-hmm. Often. I mean, I'll straight up tell you right now that uh, this show, Hair, this hurts. This hurts a whole fucking lot for really? me. Like, honestly. Um, and, you know, part of it is the fact that I had my aunt pass away, like, the yep. week before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then my uncle, a couple days after that. Different uncle, you know, two mm-hmm. different sides of the family. It still sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, when it rains, it pours, man. Mm-hmm. You know, then... Like, I had this terrifying moment last weekend. So I'm coming home from uh, the... We went out to eat after the show on Saturday, right? Yeah. And I'm on my way home, and I see a car wreck in the middle of the road. Like, in the back road since 1 a.m. So, fuck, no one's called this in, I bet. So I call it in, and I find out it's horrible nonsense that I'm not going to delve into right here. Mm -hmm. But either way, you know, I was... You know, the first person to get anyone's attention about that, and mm-hmm. then I gotta go do this thing. I, I legitimately, and I don't do this a lot during shows. I mean, you you both see me during shows. Mm-hmm. I internalize a whole fucking lot. Um, yes, you do. And sometimes it's really hard for me to dump that. But you've seen me get the face and just do the thing. Um, but on Sunday, actually. After after our Sunday matinee, you know, I kind of waited till everyone had cleared out from backstage, and I just fucking lost it, you mm-hmm. know, like it finally all came out right there, and you know, Nick, Gabby, a couple other people were back there and and saw it and just hung around. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. It's exactly what Joe says. Yeah, I mean, you know, catharsis is also a thing. But you know, you you find out really who's going to be there. And incidentally, I thought about, you know, having this talk during this episode on my way in before I even knew what our questions were mm-hmm. or anything. So it's kind of cosmic that, that we have a question that lets me get into it a little bit, because like, it. like, like I said, it. this, this show has been hurting a whole lot. Um, this show or no, not this the show that you're in hair. Hair. Because this show can hurt sometimes, believe me. Oh, yeah. Me. Oh, yeah. Um, and someday with the three of us, we'll do that episode you tried. But today's not that day. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's... I forget what I was going to say about it. I Like, I had been just sort of mulling it over in my head on the way here. But, you know, it amounts to more or less what Joe said. You know, go... like. You know, you you feel alone. Every everyone feels alone. You know, it's kind of just 
And that doesn't like mm-hmm. it's him, the world. And him saying that doesn't doesn't lessen your feelings. Right. No, it's no, just no, it's I'm, it's commiseration. Mm-hmm. That's at, what at, it at is. Worst. Yeah, absolutely. Is you know, everyone. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Everyone's been in that position, you know. Um, some people, it's just a quick transitory thing. Some people stick in it for a lot longer than others, and sometimes it's the same people. Yeah, mm-hmm. for either one. And so, yeah. yep. so you know, people I mean, people will get it. People will get it if you know if that's if that's what you look for, and and you reach out and you say to them, "Hey, I'm really not doing great. You want to just." I don't know, hang out or you want to just talk about it. Even if, if you're out of spoons, if you don't have enough spoons to go out and, and meet, um, then, you know, if you have enough to talk to people about it, if you have just enough to, I mean, hell, I don't use, I don't, I don't use the spoons analogy. I use MP, but that's just, me. yeah, well, but you know, or sit down find, you know, find memes. You don't actually have to communicate with people. If you're just sending memes that you found online mm-hmm. and, and they might send some back, and you get that moment of connection. That's, yeah. to me, that's what it is. Though it's finding the small cracks in the isolation that you can get those feelers out there, and it's, it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It really does, and it's a lot of work. But, you know, and if I, I say again, I'm not great at it. But if you can find that one little chink in the armor of mm-hmm. of the isolation, and you can get that out there that that goes so far to you know a longer term sort of recharging on the other hand i also just go on amazon and buy a lot of things yeah i've seen you do that before too. legitimately if i start to get depressed i start to and not even just depressed or start to or bored <laughs> if you're bored retail therapy happens with you well, what, what happens to me and i talked about it a little bit <clears throat> around the Christmas episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I feel bad, one of the first things I do is I go, okay, what if people, what, what is like, what does Joe want? I'll go buy Joe that thing he wants so he'll be happy. Wait, are you saying so, are you saying my switch was a cure for your depression? A little bit, yeah. Viable. Um, you know, and the friend I've talked about a couple times mm-hmm. who made the tarot deck, who does that art stuff, I, I know I've talked about them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> glittergoreart.com you if go. you're interested there you go um, they'll be psyched that I plug them honestly uh, hey they wanna they wanna they wanna come up with a, some kind of cross promotion <laughs> I'm all about mm-hmm. it but so um, I need ads you know there there have been a couple times where I see them make a post online like you know oh Patreon screwed me out of some of the money that that I was really counting on for this thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'll be sitting there in a really bad mood and it'll just be, huh? Well, how about I go over to their website and just, I'll buy this and this yeah. and this and this. And then they get money and I get cool things. And, or there've been a couple other times that it's just been, Oh, what's that? You really wanted this thing? Well, I'm in a bad place right now. So, Here's this thing. Here's this expensive thing because <laughs> you being happy makes me feel better. So it's not even straight retail therapy. It's mm-hmm. I guess really that's it's to take yeah. it back to what I said, that's the uh crack in in the wall that I can worm my and way that's through. That's what you can do, mm-hmm. yeah. And you, you know, you you got to be tricky. You got to mm-hmm. trick yeah. your brain into doing the thing when it really, you know, 
it it knows that it wants to, but it also wants to throw its little tantrum. Mm. Of course it does. You gotta you gotta find ways around it. You know, try and make yourself try try and make yourself into someone that a <laughs> demon would like to possess. Pardon me. <laughs> you know, inspirational that way. Mm. Either that or just fuck the world. Do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that. And hey, that if was you if you can helpful or inspirational, but if, depending on what kind of person you are, if you need to hit catharsis, I know there are moments where I need to do that. And I, there is, I do. I have a list of movies that I can go through, and I'm like, I know this movie will hit me right where I need to be hit. Let's do it. Or hey, so you you want to talk? I mean, I'll, I'll check the messages I, on Facebook yeah. more often. You know, send send something out. Whatever. Yeah. I one, we're all here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've all got the access Grouch to the potatoes account. are family. We've all Absolutely. got access to the account. So. Um, I will also say, so this is ridiculous. If I, that helped, yeah, then you talk. About, I, I hope it did. That would make me feel better. I agree, honestly. Just hey, like I just said, if you're feeling better, that's going to make me hey, feel better. If you're feeling isolated and you have something cool you want to talk about, maybe come on, be a guest on the show. She's offered before, so we're gonna we're gonna once once I get the Skype thing all worked out, yeah. we are gonna yeah. have Sarah on the show. Absolutely. All right. Now, was it Sarah or someone? Who was the one whose art was being judged by that douche nozzle? You remember that? That might have been oh, Sarah. Yeah, was yeah Sarah? I remember that. I don't remember yeah. who it was, but I remember that. And I don't think it was their art. I think it was their friend's art yeah, or something. It was yeah. some, it was some, a while ago. I believe that was, it was Sarah. I believe some that person was saying what was and wasn't art. Right. So it sounds like uh, that was Sarah. That okay. was Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um,. Fuck that dick bag. Hey, yeah. Sarah, drop me a line. I can give you. Uh, I can give you a. Our, uh, I mean, you have my personal account, so I can give you our personal accounts. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna throw something together. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Why also, not? you know what? It could be a. Uh, Sarah lives in Boston. That could be up a. That could be a trip. Yeah, let's go to. Bo- I fucking sure. love Boston. We can go see. Aust- we can go see Austin as well. I love Boston. <laughs> and uh, that that friend of mine that I just talked about. Also Boston? lives up in the region. Okay, Sarah, we're making plans for you. We'll talk. Go to Boston. We'll talk. I actually got to decide if I want to go to Anime Boston or not. No, you don't, because it's anime and those people are despicable. Yeah, but I like the con. However, Almost did it might... again. What? <laughs> Almost did it again. I was like, it's pronounced anime. <laughs> <laughs> Such a I hate you so much, Joe. <laughs> you don't even know. All right. So on to our next piece, our next and final piece of mail. I'm there too it sexy is. for oh, my it's love. Been so long. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Someday they'll see us dancing to this. Someday we'll get a we'll cease release and our own music video for this song once we get our YouTube channel up. And it'll just I mean, be it's just a lot us of us around the table, our a heads. lot of nerds wiggling around. It really is. That's all, all right. that is. You're not so much. Sam. Uh, messages us on facebook.com slash couch grouches says uh, I'm at the gym right now and I'm learning that it seems I'm terrifying to anyone under the age of 25 so first question am I that scary sure I mean it depends First of all, if the minute you the minute How you talk, how angry are you? Yeah, well, yeah. I've never, I've, I've never been, seen, yeah. I've never seen him with like his full swell on, just fucking, right. Like do, doing the work. Because I'm sure it's super I, intimidating to have him with a intense. full fucking rack, just going to fucking town on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, would I say it's scary though? No. I mean, honestly, um, especially the moment you open your mouth and start talking yeah. to somebody, and it's not just because you're English; it's because. Cinema. You, 
I just don't feel like you know how not to be nice. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's just me. I mean, it's probably pretty scary when he shows up to the gym and instead of, like, lifting weights, he just picks up the entire building and slings <laughs> it over one shoulder. It's fucking <laughs> fucking massive yeah. muscles. Um Listen we got, to the, we, we got a listen, picture of Sam. Listen to the archives yeah. somewhere. Yeah, listen, hit our archives. Uh, so we have again, a really, really is, good episode. There with is Sam. a picture of Sam on our Instagram if you want yeah. to go through and yeah. see him. It's Sam's, him with a chainsaw. Sam's the shit. That's that's kind of scary. Yeah, it is kind of scary. <laughs> he goes, secondly, not gonna lie. <laughs> I am almost too excited for Avengers Endgame, as are we. Uh. My concern is, after such a perfect 10-year story arc, I'm concerned that the next phase will be near impossible to live up to expectations. What stories do you think Marvel can call on to ensure the movies after this have the same tension and drive? Um, I Doom. want to see a Secret Wars. Doom. There is there is some talk yeah. that Secret Wars That's is what I want to see. Doom. I mean, yeah, and in order to have Secret Wars, you need Doctor Doom. Doom. Remember the time his skin was made out of metal? Or would it be better? Would it be better to say, Doctor Doom? That was a good use of that. I, was I a thought good so. Use of that. that was a pretty I good use so. of that. I really and you turned it down fast enough that you didn't catch me in the tail. Yep. <laughs> I really, I which think... I I realize is a lot less impressive if the audience knows that I can also see those dials. <laughs> there but are... I was not looking at the time. There are some there are some very interesting villains that I hope will show up in the next phase of Marvel movies. One of which is Doctor Doom. The fact that they're bringing in like the fact that it's more cosmic as well. Yes. means that you've opened up literally the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Well, I mean, that's what I said with Ant Man when that came out. When Ant Man came out and he went into the. Uh, the quantum realm. Right. And it was all that trippy visuals. I knew that this was setting it up to like get audiences ready for some of the weird shit we were going to see in Doctor Strange. I was hoping to see Micronauts. You know And then we, we did see strange shit in Doctor Strange. If we didn't see Micronauts. I want Taika Waititi to yeah. make a Beta Ray Bill movie. So bad. That's, this is me. I think in case you're wondering, wants... this is me getting cough drops. I think... He wants to make a Beta Ray Bill. He movie. wanted Beta Ray Bill in Ragnarok. He did. Yeah. I, I just got to say, Stormbreaker is there. Yeah, but there's no more Mulyaner, so Thor's got to use something. Thor doesn't need a hammer anymore. Dude. He's a new Odin. I mean, he's Odin, yeah. I don't know. I, I He's I, not the god of hammers. <laughs> Dude, there's never been a better use of fucking Led Zeppelin in a movie mm. ever. Yeah, that was um, pretty good. So, you know, and I don't know how familiar. Sam, you are with um, Marvel Comics, like seriously with Marvel Comics. There's so much that can be done. I mean, the fact is, in this phase, I don't know when, but in this phase, we will get the X-Men. And the Fantastic Four. And the Fantastic Four. So you have just opened up the entire, the rest of the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. The, um, we've got Spider-Man. We how would the even, duck? We haven't even... Uh, the, Kevin, Kevin Smith is making a Howard the Duck Kevin Smith is making series. that fucking animated yeah. series. Um, but, you know, we Spider-Man, we haven't even scratched the surface with Spider-Man. Um, I want my favorite Marvel villain to show up. Who's that? Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus, incredible fucking villain. Yeah, I mean, I, there are some, like, I would also, you know, a Spider-Man villain who has become much more than just a Spider-Man villain... Norman Osborn could play some roles in some movies. I mean, yeah. 
but you know, Norman. Well, that's the great thing about um. And I want to see that hair. It's impossible. Oh, the, the Norman the, Osborn hair. That that's weird, got, yeah. Like, the, the weird. The, the ridges. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry's got it, too. Yeah. I never understood that hair. Um, it's, like, it's like a tight curl, but he keeps yeah. it real close to the skull. And he's got, like, the giant fucking widow's, widow's peak. peak. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the great thing about Marvel is that when they do decide to throw villains from other comics and it usually makes some form of mm. sense. I think you need to finally break that glass ceiling and at least in one Spider-Man movie have D'Onofrio just play the kingpin. It doesn't even mm. need to be the main villain. I yeah. just, you know, just have D'Onofrio be the kingpin. show up, yeah. <clears throat> there are, you've got so many stories beyond... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> beyond what the Avengers have for mm. you. I mean, there's... What, what's Jim's son's name again? Miser. Miser. Bader. Every time he sees him now, he says it. I don't know why Jamie's getting upset by that. That's hysterical. I didn't get to see the wee baby Peter because I showed up late. You did? I did also. He went to bed already when uh-huh. I got here too. Oh, I, he's got like normal human sleeping hours? Yeah. Does he sleep the whole night? Yeah. Ooh. I missed a crucial like period <laughs> he during has, my absence. He has for some time. All right, so it was like right yeah. as I got into my busy yeah, schedule, yeah. he started being more of a tiny mm-hmm. human and yeah. less of a screaming thing. Well, he only used to get up in the middle of the night to eat. Once he didn't have to eat in the middle of the night, he was just done. Ten hours. Ten hours. Nice. Oh, yeah. Sleep has never been a serious Wait, issue. he eats what, every ten hours? No, he sleeps ten hours a night. He sleeps every, he eats every three hours. Oh, all right. I was going to say, even at 10 hours, he eats more frequently than I do. <laughs> and he definitely, if you switch those numbers around, eats every 10 hours and sleeps for three, that's close to what my life is like lately. Oh, dude, I had weirdest nightmare last night, too. I don't even know what's going on. I don't normally dream or mm-hmm. have nightmares. I just pass out and then I wake up. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten really off topic from is mm-hmm. is Sam scary and what do we like? We're done. In, in, no, we're done. Do you we're, have any right. like Marvel storylines that you want to see? Etrigan going? the Demon. That's DC. That's, <laughs> John Constantine. That's I would DC. like I would like to see Silver Surfer show up, which he can now. Well, you, you would ha- you can't do Silver Surfer without, without Galactus. Galactus. It yes. doesn't make any sense. Um, I'd love to see the Silver Surfer. I'd love to see Galactus. Galact- I would like to see Galactus get super hyped by everyone who doesn't know what Galactus is, and then have him just be this piddly little thing as we move on to a larger storyline. Well, that's the thing. I want him to be a big yellow cloud. But here's the thing about Galactus. I want to see Modok. Oh my god! Well, dude, there's a animated, there's an animated series with Modok on Disney Plus. I want to see him in a movie. Nah, you may be I want Ron Perlman to play Modoc. <laughs> no, I think, you know, with, um, with, you're ridiculous. Just big Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah. 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 Where George Lopez is essentially Modoc yes. in that one part? Yes. <laughs> that movie sucks. Uh, um, yeah. I've seen that movie like four yeah. times. The thing about Galactus. Hey, if is they that... have sex, does it turn into a rock? <laughs> Because she's got, there's a fire and water in there. Is that how the movie ends? <laughs> With a rock baby? Do I think they we're gonna. Die? I think we're sure gonna. They were twelve. Yeah. Oh, I, that's upsetting. So man. we're we're gonna we're gonna kind of 
go away from Galactus, I guess. Um, I oh. want Shark Boy and Lava Girl in the MCU with George Lopez as Montauk. <laughs> Listen, what you about, can uh, never have George. What about a Swamp Thing? You can never. That's DC. Okay. You can never have Wonder Twins, Shark Boy, and Lava Girl with the in Wonder the fucking MC, in MCU because fucking Ricardo Montalban's dead. Oh yeah. Were, um, were the Wonder Twins even DC, or was that a Hanna Barbera exclusive? They Hanna eventually Barbera. became DC characters, okay. but at but, the time yeah. it was, and they became DC characters in like the nineties. So right. Someone did a, a limited run on them. Okay. I'm pretty so, sure. So it was both. just that was a Hanna Barbera water muscled into a DC. Yeah, they, they had, adjacent. They had to, they had to throw their very specific kid friendly shit in. Danny, you remember the monkey, Gleek from yeah. Dexter's Lab, Gleek. Yeah, you remember Monkey from Dexter's Lab, yeah. where yeah. they had they had the Avengers that you, was Monkey and, and Valhallen and Valhallen with the power to rock <laughs> and Kronk. Kronk was great. You you remember uh, you remember when Monkey looked like Jimmy Carter? <laughs> Do you remember exactly that one line? <laughs> Monkey looks like Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, are we done? Sign them off <laughs> like it's the Oscars. All right, so Joe, if they wanted to get in touch with us uh, they can and tell us just how ridiculous this show has become, how do would they do that? If you want to email us your Dexter's Lab monkey fan fiction, you can send it to couchcrouches at gmail.com. I mean, I'll read it. Uh, I'm not going to like it, but <laughs> I'll can, read it. You can contact us, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. Uh, you can tweet at Couch Grouches. You can find us on Instagram at Couch Grouches. And if, wow. you, if you're going to send it, just make sure it's real <laughs> fucking nasty <laughs> slash fiction type shit. Wow. I want to see that Twilight Harry Potter crossover where Jacob fucks Draco in the ass. <laughs> Give me that shit. <laughs> send it to my email. <laughs> send that to his personal email. Gonzo's Black Magic Corner. Have you contacted the demons? Yes, they're inside me. I mean, I feel like we went over this during our response to Sarah's. I got some personal ones. I was actually going to use this moment to go into that when I was thinking about it in the car. Well, but not, we didn't need to. We already did, yeah. So outside those? Nah, nah. I got whatever's making me have these nightmares, though. Really? Yeah. Wait, are we done? Is that all that was? No, the song just ended. That's oh, all. okay. <laughs> Play it again, Sam. Okay. Wait, they're just Boy, the one lingering one symbol. symbol. All right. Because um, I feel like we're not done. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so anyway, welcome to Couch Crunches. <laughs> this is Couch Oh, I guess crunches. it is that late. That's all right. Uh, yeah, so. Nah, no demons. No, no okay. other demons. That's pretty much all that was. All right. Um, we need this in the background for the goodbyes. So I will say that we actually have next 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 week's show plan out. Uh, the plan now is to have special guests on the show, Jordan. What are we going to be yes. talking about with We're going to be doing something that I've Jordan. wanted to do for a while and that we decided to make into a show. Which I, is, no, I you, didn't talk about. I'll talk about it next week. I'm so fucking excited. I got to see Beetlejuice musical. Yeah. We're going to do movies that should be made into Broadway musicals. Ice Pirates. You can talk about we it. We can talk about it. No, see, this is good that you told me this earlier. Yeah. I will think we're definitely, of something, We're going to need to replay this one again. No, no, I'm done talking now. All right, so for Couch Grouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on, <laughs> audience. can't believe we got through it. You think dragons would think it's cool that we can make water in our mouths?
<laughs> That's what you got? Yeah. I've had worse. 